This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey, what's going on? This is Metapoetic. Just um, letting y'all know this episode is going to be kind of a, a callback. Uh, we, me and um, KB, were on the episode uh, last year on um, the DC Incentives podcast. And just in case you didn't hear it last time, uh, we wanted to just uh, give y'all a hint of what was going on. This one's a little long, but we, we had a good conversation about relationships. Um, with um, on another podcast as a guest. Um, so just listen to it and let me know what you think. All right. Once again, you go with Find Us. Shout out to people on Patreon. Shout out to people listening on um, the platform you choose. Um, look for us at allofnofearpcast.com. See you there. Oh, what is going on, everyone? Hey. I see oh, what's going on. TDC hey. Incentives Podcast, episode 23. Today we have, we have a, hold on, for, but, but before we get into it about healthy relationships, this was a request from majority of our listeners. So a, a, a lot of our listeners wanted to talk about uh, marriage, divorce, relationships, and um, it, it's just it's just been like I, I got female listeners telling me, "Can you talk about how men why always they do this?" Oh, and then you got the men men listeners, you know, saying like, "Can you talk about how women always want to?" So this was a, a a very a very request, um, you know, ep- this is gonna be a a. a a very deep episode. You know, we, we got TC, we What's got up? phonetic wisdom, we hey, got hey. Nyron, we got Hello. Elon. Listen. Hey. Oh, we, we here. We here. All right. Um let's let's jump into it. Let's let's definitely jump into it to um to the questions. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna start it off. Let, I'm a, I'm gonna start getting deep, um, real quick. You know, so I, I feel like my first question is, I really feel like when it comes to us as human beings, when it comes to society, relationships, and marriage, I feel like it's a learning process. And it's very educational. Like it's, you know how you work on yourself and you want to grow. I think when it comes to relationships, it's, it's the same thing. Like it's, it's a never ending process. So I, I, and I can talk about me, right. Where I can be a good brother. I can be a good uh, best friend. 
I can be, you know, a, a good, um, a good um, father, friend, everything else. But when it comes to my partner, my significant other, that's something that has a deficit, a deficit, or something that I lack. So, talk about more of a deeper phase of how can we get into that we can be a good friend we can be a good family member a good brother but when it comes to a significant other we 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 have a deficit about that can, can so can you please explain that please yeah, um, I, I guess, well, this is Miss Avery in the background of you here, but I don't care. He's the star of the show, man. Yeah, so um, I believe that, like, what you're saying is true. I think that a lot of times someone can be very great in a lot of fields, professionally, um, in friendships, in um, a lot of different things, and just be terrible in relationships. It's, 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 it's a learned thing, because, and the reason why it's so hard is because you're dealing with somebody else that you're inviting into your space. You're inviting to who you are. Like you're saying, this is somebody else I'm going to be very close with and I'm taking everything that they are and putting them with me. <laughs> so everything that they are is now with me. And now everything, every fault they have, everything that they are, I'm accept, I have to accept that, how that is, exactly what that is and accept that and be able to navigate in that space so i think um it's, it's just it's just a different dynamic it's just a totally different dynamic so it's i think a lot of times people have to what you're saying is like a lot of people have to focus work on themselves on being a good um spouse first i think that's something that a lot of people don't focus on is like am i a good spouse well, because um i just believe that most people believe they're great spouses <laughs> most people think like i am a great spouse <laughs> and 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 like but the, the the reality is you are a great spouse relative to the person you are talking to mm-hmm. that is it right so it, you're only a great spouse to that person right so meaning like if you want to be with this person your goal is to be the best spouse for that person which might not be a great spouse for somebody else um i um I have that conversation all the time with like um friends because like a lot of times a lot of times a lot of times people think that um if I don't want to be with that person or want to break with that person is because that person is a bad man or bad woman or like they're a bad spouse. No, they're just not for you. Like you don't have to demean them. You don't have to like say they're a terrible person. You don't have to say that like they're, they're the worst kind of human for you not to be with them. They could just be like, they are a great person for not me. They're <laughs> just not a good person for me. And I think a lot of times we have to like operate in that space. Yeah, I think another part of like learning to be a good spouse is learning that as annoying as you think the other person is, they probably think you're equally as annoying and have and have things you need to work on. Because when it comes to like relationships with our friends and our family, it's like your family, you kind of can't choose. Like it is what it is. You'll forgive, you'll overlook, you'll whatever when it comes to those kinds of relationships because you feel that bond is important. Same with longtime friends. You've had a friend since elementary school, middle school, high school. You'll kind of do whatever to 
make that friendship work if you feel that way. You'll kind of overlook whatever, whatever. But when it comes to like personal relationships, like, you know, marriage, dating, whatever the case is, we're not as forgiving for some reason. Like the thing that like our boyfriend or girlfriend could do the same thing that a friend would do. And for some reason, the boyfriend or girlfriend doing it is, is 10 times more annoying. And it's like, well, what's that really about? And I think it comes down to us holding the person to such a high standard that's like, almost impossible when we're not really meeting that standard in our own selves. And because we're not meet and, and another thing too, I feel like when you see your partner or your spouse doing something that's a really, like it really bothers you, like really, really rather than take a moment and be like, why is that bothering me? Because the truth is it might be bothering you because it's something that you do that you think is annoying about you and it's being manifested in your face and you can't take it. Ooh. That may be it, but it's like, you wouldn't have that same reaction with, you know, like a friend or a family member. So it's like, you got to get deeper into like, what is so triggering about what's happening with this person that I am, I'm having this reaction and we're now having this friction as opposed to being able to like have a conversation and figure out like what this person can kind of correct so that we don't continue to have this conversation over and over about the same thing. So I think relationships are really about open communication and having the conversation, even when it's uncomfortable, because if you, if you've been in a relationship for a long time and you know, you're not having conversation, the arguments are going to be the same over and over and over. And the trigger for the argument might be different, but the underlying issue in the argument is the same because you've never just, Confronted it head on. Why did the key one? Oh, that was deep. That was deep. I okay, have one go. question about I'm that. TC, hold on. TC, TC, before, before we get into the questions, one thing mm-hmm. uh, of uh, I, I made a mistake on my end, um, maybe because, you know, the spirit was really getting into me about this. You know, I'm very excited <laughs> about this episode. You feel me? Um, one thing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the spirit was into me. One, one thing, I, I, you know, I forgot to do, you know, and that's my mistake, you know, as a host is I forgot to have them introduce uh, introduce themselves. You always do. Oh so yeah, please, yeah, yeah. So 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 please introduce yourself, uh, our guests for this episode, and then TC, you get uh, ask your question. Yeah. <laughs> so hello everyone. My name is Kristen Bennett. Um, I've been married to this very handsome guy here for um, <laughs> uh, almost seven years. And we have a toddler, a three-year-old who is making noise intermittently in the background. Um, yeah. And we, we like each other. We're married, you know, it's super cool here. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know what We here. We here. Um, we, we have things going on. We do things. We're, we're, we're busy people. We're just trying to make it day by day in this pandemic. So, here we are. Yeah, my name is Mark Bennett. Um, like we uh, we both like do a lot of things, do a lot of things together. My name is um, like we like I said, we married seven years. Um, we started our own, our own business together. We started a podcast together. <laughs> um, we be doing life together. Yeah, but um, we, we we just interact a lot and just work with it. But like I I think our our big thing is to always like we we look into ourselves and say like where are we really because like the last thing we want to do is to give this facade that we're a great couple mm-hmm. and we be trash right shade but no shade like that's how a lot of people be out so here that, that is the thing we always so we always like 
take a second, like, yo, but like, how do you feel about this for real? Right. <laughs> like, right. We, 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 like, we don't want to come off as like, you're only a great couple, and be like, as soon as you turn the camera off, which is why like even when he approached me and was like oh so we were asked to come on a podcast to talk about relationships i was like listen i don't want to because you know when people start going down that road as relationship experts then two years from now it'd be like we would like you to respect our privacy at this time and it's just like bro you knew it was trash when you went on that thing and was being so i'm very wary about like that ever being the perception of us because i'm like we're not going to say what um what is what works for us because what works for us may not work for other people and that's okay oh oh, yeah yeah, don't trust me. Trust me. I, I I didn't I didn't ask Kevin Samuels or, or, or Derek Jacks to get in this this this. Mm-hmm. 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 You did that. No ma'am. No sir. Yikes. Mm. All right. Let's go. All right, TC. One of my questions was where we just um talked about how we like basically when your couple your partner does something wrong we like scold them really bad and stuff like that i wonder is that affected by how you brought up as well like if you never really see a healthy relationship in front of you for your parents for example i wonder if that has any kind of effect on you in a relationship um yeah how, how you were brought up and, and, and that's what that, that's what we're talking about like in the beginning of like unpacking yourself right mm-hmm. you have to we have to be able to look at um how your parents how parents um interact with themselves mm-hmm. um and how they interact with you and like how that impacts you right and you have to realize that because how they interact you might even like as a child like oh that might have been unhealthy but growing up you're kind of like but like i guess it worked <laughs> right so <laughs> you start adapting certain things right and like yeah it's it's, it's um i don't know if you ever seen the meme where someone was like um, mm. always saying oh this happened to me and i'm fine i'm like you're not fine no that that is so i i think um in, ter- in terms of like scolding and um and everything i i think the it's important to understand that you are on equal grounds and that is not your child. <laughs> and it's important to note that with someone. It's, right. it's important to um, address it that way. That is not your child. That is not someone beneath you. You are both on the same page. Right. So just like how you make mistakes, they make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And many times, like I, we have this conversation all the time, there's like, if I mess up, we could have a conversation about it, but the same way how I know I she knows I messed up, I know I messed up too, and right. I'm beat up about it. So right. like she doesn't have to keep telling me I messed up. Right, right. I, I know I messed up. Right, like I don't have, like he doesn't have to make a mistake, and then I'm there like, yeah, you know what you could have did, you could have did that too, and this is what you could have right. did. Like I, I know I messed up. Right, like he knows. Mm-hmm. So like if if it comes up, I, I I messed up, and then like I'm not. I, I'm not doing anything about it. I'm like, okay, this, we have that conversation again. But like, give your spouse the opportunity to fix things. Right. And stop trying to feel like, oh, if I don't tell them, they will fix. Like, you don't have to address it every time they mess up. Right. No. Mm-hmm. And, and also, if you're dating somebody that you believe is intellectually beneath you, perhaps you shouldn't be. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, if, if you feel like you have, if you feel like you have to be like. 
I got to teach this person. You shouldn't be there. You, the, the person is either too young, either age-wise or emotionally, physically. Like, something ain't right. Because at our big age, like, we're 35. Like, if we weren't married, I wouldn't be trying to date a 35-year-old man that I was trying to teach things about life. He should know. Yeah. He should know. So if you have having those types of conversations where you feel like you have to raise your partner, you're doing it wrong. Just break up. You're, you, you, you can't be, <laughs> can't be counselor and spouse. Respectfully. You can't Respectfully. Be you can't be counselor and spouse. That, that's you, not how this works. Uh, you are together working together. You're not trying to bring somebody up or teach somebody or mold somebody to somebody. Yes. They are, they yeah. are we have them. got to stop these project relationships in 2021. We have got to end it. We have got to stop it. In Jesus' name, no we have pro- got to stop it. No more projects. No more projects. We're not doing that here. Like, no. I, I, need, I need to be getting something. I, I can't just be pouring into you all the time to try to build you up. I'm getting nothing from this. Right. Because at the end, and, and because if I pour into you doing stuff and then something happens, now I'm feeling like something's crazy. Kind of like I poured into you and nothing. I'm I'm, I'm certain something coming out of this because I'm right. pouring into you and right. not getting anything. Because like you know, there's always we always see these stories of women been with these men for all these years and then the guy leaves them and they're like, oh, but I built him up. I helped him get a college degree. I helped it. Why? For what? What? You, you yeah. What? Like human beings are not projects. They're not builder bears. Hey, I'm not you, you don't just, you don't just, Come like, on, somebody. just like, <laughs> like, like we, we do that sometimes, especially like, and, and like we're growing adult, we're kind of like, nah, but if, they, if they're like, if they change a little bit, that'd be great. Um, I tell, I've, t- I've told this to people all the time before you even get to the point of engagement or anything like that. If you cannot accept the person how they are right now, forever and ever, and if they never change, do not get engaged. You, you're not, you're not engaged. You're not marrying somebody based on what they can be. You marry them based on who they are right this second. Right. So if they, if, if they are right this second, not who you. If they never change, you're not okay with that. Do not be with them. Right, because they ain't gonna do nothing different once y'all move <laughs> forward. It's gonna be. You mm. can't do anything to change anybody. Showing them without change. that they don't want to change themselves. Exactly. Exactly. That's it right there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. Okay. That's some that's some gems there. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And you see, uh, 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 hello. I I don't I don't mean to interject. Well, I do mean to interject. (laughs) Interject. Do what you do, sir. (laughs) So so just uh, saying, I know. Before before, just say I know. Nyron is the kind of person that'll give you fifty questions. Okay. Just Uh, yes, yes. Be prepared. Brace yourself. Okay. Well, well, everybody else agrees with your statement. I I think I don't. Okay. I I, I believe. You know, I believe in the potential of human beings. I believe in the value of growth, right? That's and the same thing. and I know and I know that people have a tendency to get stuck in their ways. But if if you choose to be in a relationship with someone, I think that I think that it's your it's almost your duty to try to bring out the best of who they are. Right, like, like, like you try, like for for me anyway. When it comes to relationships, if you love somebody, if you want to be with somebody, you always want to to see them be the best version of who they are. And I think, sure. uh, yeah, right. So, so, and and if, and if you agree with that, it kind of contradicts the notion that no, can, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to clarify what you're saying, but go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay if you want to interject on my interjection. That's fine. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think I think it's healthy to try to push your partner and try to make them better. I don't think it's a waste of time if 
you know, they never get to where you think they should be. I think if you love somebody, you want to see the best version of who they are. You want them to be the best version of who they are. I think that's just natural. Um, agree. And I think just for a point of clarification, there's a difference between supporting someone who is making efforts and taking strides to get to whatever that best version of themselves is, as opposed to pushing someone who does not want it, regardless of what potential you see, regardless of what you think. If it's like, like if he's saying to me, for example, Mark is saying to me, you know what? I want to I want to go back to school. I want to get my master's degree. And he keeps telling me this, but he don't research school the first. He don't fill out a FAFSA. He don't do no type of work on his own to get there. What am I using my time to push him towards that for? It's clear that despite the words he's saying, and this is a totally hypothetical situation, despite the words he's saying, the actions aren't there yet to back it up. The most I can do as the partner is say, you know, whenever you're ready to go into this, we can talk about how we're going to balance our, our child care situation. How is this going to be paid for? Like, I will support to the death. I am a supporter. But if I don't see that you're making the steps, even after I give you the clues, like, hey, you said you wanted to do this. Let's look at this. Let's look at that. And you're just doing nothing with it. At some point, I'm I'm, I'm just going to be like, well, I've provided the information. I've let them know that I'm here to support and I will continue to do that, but I'm not going to take time away from building myself to build you when you don't want to be built. Yeah. And, and, and also to your point, we weren't saying you don't like fight for them being their best person at all. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's a different conversation of if they don't change, I wouldn't be with them. Right. That's a different conversation. Right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Meaning, like, and that's why I said, if you can look at somebody, if you're with somebody, and like, if they never change, and they're the same way they were always are, and you're okay with that, yeah, and you and, and you're okay with that, then that's okay. You should you should move forward. Yeah. If you are banking on the fact that they're going to change before you be with them, then maybe you should move on. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because you don't want to. I'm sorry. Let me finish. Go ahead. Because like, a lot of times, what someone would do is like. All right, I like I see I I think they're going to be better. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm molding them. I'm molding them. Molding them. I see them going to be this person later on. So let me just let me just latch onto this person because they're going to be something better later on. And this is what I assume they're going to be. That is not why you be with somebody. Right. <laughs> you're right. with somebody based off who they are and how they act right this second. Right. That's why you're with somebody. Yeah. You 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 fight to move forward, but that's why you're with somebody based off who they are now. Right. Right. Because you don't want to get married and then five years later be like, you never reached the potential I thought you were going to reach before we got married. They didn't know you that. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't. And and the fact of the matter is the person you could be molding them to be is not the best person for you at the end of the day. Or, or the best person for them. Or the best. For, you, y'all, you might be molding them to be somebody that's incompatible with the two of you. You might be molding them to be somebody that's better for somebody else. Yeah. And that's, that's a hard truth to swallow sometimes because I feel like a lot of us have been in situations where we've been that person, where we've molded somebody and like we've almost molded them out of compatibility with us. And, you know, it's not intentional. It just is what it is. But you got to be mindful of that part as well. I, like I have a story with like I have a friend who like the one, one person is very ambitious, right? They're very ambitious and they go hard with everything that they're doing and everything. The other, the, the person who they were with, they went some. They um, 
they were attracted to who they were and everything, but who they want to marry is somebody who's a stay at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But they have to understand is what they're attracted to is their ambition. Yeah. If you take away their ambition, you're taking away a part of them. You're not going to like them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can't you can't want them with their if you want someone with ambition you want everything that comes with it yeah. right I I wanted somebody who's very vocal right Kristen is very vocal I can't say I want her to be very vocal but not vocal in this right. <laughs> not vocal mm-hmm. about I want her to be vocal that, that, I it comes with everything else mm-hmm. her personality is molded with everything mm-hmm. it's molded with how she speaks out how she talks about things. like all that comes with the package. Yeah. You get you get you get the whole person. You don't just get the part you like with the person. Yeah. You get the whole person. Yeah. 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 So basically like you want somebody that complements some of your qualities and some of their qualities in a way. Like a balance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'd like to chime in. Mm. So, <laughs> I'm tapping in y'all um so yeah I, I I definitely um love what y'all said about not trying to build someone um because um I like to listen to you know other people on YouTube and their advice on relationships and things you that could you know potentially help or harm a relationship and one of my favorite youtubers she said would you bet your life on somebody's potential and when she said that, it, it dragged me a bit <laughs> because I was the person who was, you know, putting all my eggs in that one basket. And then when they all fell off of the, you know, 10 story building and cracked, I was like, but what happened? Like I was, I thought like I was planting enough seeds and watering them and doing mm-hmm. everything I could. And if you're, um, I, I think people don't really realize like, when you are trying to um, mold someone to what you think they should be, you're telling them they're not good enough. Exactly. Exactly. And so I like, that's like, oh, I, I, you know, you're great, but you could be so much better. Let's see how you could get there. Like, you're not their life coach. Right. <laughs> like, right. You're supposed yeah. to be the partner. Right. And yeah. um, I, I definitely um, resonate with that. Like, don't don't try to build nobody because that's just going to lead you down a very resentful road. And I, yeah. I've personally been there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had my ex tell me like, oh, you know, like, you really helped me. Like, I'm so grateful for you. But you never turned back to think about me when you was doing better. So like, and I think it's important to like, really be mindful, like, okay, what's my agenda? And why am I, why am I going about my relationship like this? Like where, at what point did I think that I needed to raise someone to be with them? Like, why do I want to be with a child? Because that's the psychology, right? Right. And so I wanted to um, go into another question. Like TC kind of touched on it. He, you know, brought up like, you know, seeing things your parents did. So I wanted to get a little deeper because I do think seeing what our um, parents do um, is very important in our relationships and, you know, understanding how we move in them. Um, So like for both of you, what would you say is something that was positive that you saw your parents do that you bring to your relationship? (laughs) And what is something that you would say was like negative that you're like, okay, I have to work on not bringing this into my relationship because that really didn't work out or it was not healthy. 
Uh, well, my parents weren't married, so I don't really have uh, <laughs> okay. a, a frame of reference here. They weren't married, and I think, okay. thankfully. I just can go by you. Um, just know, like knowing it. what I know about them, bad news bears. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandparents primarily raised me, and they were married for like 63 years before my grandfather passed away. And they had a very traditional kind, like, I'm an islander. I'm from Barbados. That's where my family's from. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, friend. <laughs> we see each other. Um, and so uh, my grandfather was the one who went out and made the money. And my grandmother stayed home and, like, took care of the house and took care of the kids and whatever. Like, I don't think my grandmother ever had, like, a job job for real. Like, she was really good at baking. So she would, like, sell stuff, like, you know, to people in the neighborhood and stuff like that. But, like, that was kind of their role. Like, I never saw my grandfather turn on a pot boil a a thing of water. I never saw him do anything like that. And, you know, there is some part of me that, you know, while I'm a very modern woman and all that jazz, there is a part of me that I think enjoys like serving my man and taking care of him and doing stuff for him because that's what I saw. So I think that's something that I think I've taken away from that. I think something that I've also taken away from watching my grandparents' relationship is sometimes it's best to just be quiet. And not like to diminish yourself, but in the sense of when conversations are getting heated and, you know, things are getting ready to go left, like just being quiet. Because like my grandparents were like, it was cool. They was married for a long time. They weren't really arguing, going back and forth like that. But I would notice that, you know, like when they would get into their little tiffs, like my grandfather at some point would be like, okay, sis, let's, let's, let's cut this. Let's cut this before it goes too far. And so I think that's something that, you know, I kind of saw and kind of was like, you know, I didn't always exercise it in previous relationships, but I think in this one, I've definitely been more conscious of kind of being quiet sometimes when I'm like amped up and ready to go because you know once you say stuff that you can't take back like it taints your relationship forever um because people don't forget when you say really hurtful things so i think those are those are two things that i would say i took away from their relationship um i think if there were any negatives it would be that when my grandfather did pass like nobody kind of knew what to do because he did everything because that's what men in that time did. They paid all the bills. They, they just took care of everything. And they never really taught anybody how to do anything. So when he passed away, it was really kind of like a, so who, like, who takes care of this? How do you take care of this? How do you pay this bill? How do you do this? How do you do that? And so I think that was a negative because it was like, dang, like, my grandmother was really out here, like, by herself. Because I was a teenager, so I didn't have no, like, legal rights to anything or anything like that so it was like trying to assist her the best I could trying to figure out what to do like that was a I would never want that for myself like I would never want him to be so on top of taking care of things that I never know what to do in the event that something happens to him not going mm-hmm. so that that that's my takeaway it's like having conversation about those things so that if it ever comes to that I at least am aware enough to know how to handle the affairs going forward um, for me, so I think the, uh, I think the positive, I guess, would be like, I seeing how, um, how my father like always tries, has always like tried to do whatever he can for my mother all the time. Uh, like my father has always been like, I'm trying to do whatever I can for her. Um, 
sometimes to the detriment of us. <laughs> I was always for everything for her uh, all the time and everything. Um, so I, I think I've, I've always was like, all right, always put your best foot forward for your spouse. Always put your best foot forward. Um, and it kind of it kind of helped me carry over and in like in, into adulthood and even in past relationships. I was always like, I put forth my best foot forward. So when I, when it was time to leave the relationship, I had no regrets because like I tried my best. <laughs> I, I'm over. Yeah. I, I tried the best I could. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good now. Yeah. Um, and the same thing, um, the negative, I think, was just bad communication. And I, and, and, and I, I don't think I noticed how bad communication was until I had a conversation with, because um, we went to premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. And like the person who was talking to us told us a lot about communication. And I was like, and then you start to notice bad communication better. Mm-hmm. And because... And Communication means I'm saying something. And not only do you hear what I'm saying, you understand my intent, you understand what I'm trying to say, you understand what, what the meaning behind it is. Mm. And if, if if that is not coming through to you, then we have bad communication. Yeah. Right? If you're not if you're not getting my intent from me saying something to you, mm. then we have bad communication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what would happen would be like I had to tell myself, um, I, I, I actually spoke about this with my friend. I was like, I told myself, all right, when we're having communication, let's take off the table any ill will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take off the table that they're trying to hurt me at, at all with anything being said. Mm-hmm. No matter what's being said, take off the table they're trying to hurt me with their words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're trying to hurt me or, they, or they're, that they don't think the best for me. Like, Take that off the table. Mm. So now I can come to, to every every conversation with with um with an eyes. Right. So even and if, ears and ears, yeah. So even if someone something is said that is hurtful, I'm still hurt, right? Because I know the words are hurtful. So I still would, I'll still address that. I was, I, I was hurt by what was said, mm-hmm. but I have to also understand the that her intention wasn't to hurt. And understand that also mm. that her intention was she could have just been hot or hungry, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so she was upset me how hot, hungry. Oh, it had nothing to do with me. Or she was upset with something else. Or she she might have been upset with me. So she was just saying something out of just anger, and she was upset. Ooh. That doesn't mean that she's like I'm trash. I don't want to be with you anymore. <laughs> right. It just means <laughs> right. Because um, I yeah. Because I think that's the way we listen sometimes. Like we have these. And it's our own insecurities that we're really projecting onto our partner sometimes. And so, like, when they're saying certain things, they might be saying the sky is blue. But because we colorblind, we, they think, oh, they're saying the sky is blue because they know I can't see the color blue. And and, it, and we're adding <laughs> layers to what was being said that was never there. And so now you're having this whole argument. And it's like, who said that? Like, really, who said that? All I said was the sky was blue. How we get here to me saying that you are blind back? Like, how did we yeah. how did we escalate to this point? And so I um, think that I think that your your point is true. It's like you have to take away that that assumption that the person means you harm or they're intentionally trying to be hurtful to you when you say so. Because the truth of the matter is, even with the most effective communication, hurtful things get said. Yeah, and if you can't, if you can't do that, if you can't make that assumption that like not what to do is try to harm, get out the relationship. Yeah, or get some counseling at the very least. Figure out why that's how you're taking that. Yeah, like if because like you shouldn't be with somebody if you feel as if everything that they're saying is trying to harm you. 
Yeah. And if you're making the person feel like everything they say is harmful, now they're walking around on eggshells with you. So they're not even being honest no more. They're just trying to say stuff to kind of keep you from getting into another argument. And like, to me, that sounds like a very exhausting relationship where you feel like you can't even be like honest with what you want to say because the person's going to, everything is going to turn into an argument. It like that, that's not it. So it's like, now you're spending your time like, but if I say this, are they going to have a reaction? If I say that, and now you're being dishonest, not only to your partner, but to yourself. Mm-hmm. So get counsel and a breakup. Those are the, those are the solutions. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Thank- Yes, I uh, I love that because I've definitely been the person who was like oversensitive, like don't don't say nothing to me. Everything hurts my feelings, like just so emotional, like everything felt like it was an attack against me. And then also like recognizing like, okay, yeah, that is your own internal security. Um, You just feel taxed because this happened to you when you were this age and you never let it go. And you didn't let go of that either. And you didn't let go of that. You actually didn't let go of a lot. So you should probably work on yourself. And then also like being mindful, like that could be someone um, trying to manipulate the situation so they don't have to take accountability. Yeah, I was about to say, like, two, two, it's good that you recognize that, like, it might be my own securities, but it's also up to this per- other person to say, like, all right, this might hurt her. <laughs> I should cater what I'm saying. You can't, they can't just be like, my intentions were good, so we cool. Right. <laughs> your, your, yeah. your intentions don't always matter. Yeah. How, yeah. how the person feels still matters. Yeah. So even if you feel like, because like I, I, I've, I've had conversations many times and like people like I've, I've had school with, with guy friends and they're like no but my intention was that great awesome your intentions were cool they still have feelings right <laughs> you still have feelings right so you still have to address the feelings mm-hmm. I mean if you if you say something like this mm-hmm. and they're upset about it you have to change how you say it right you can't just be yeah. like but my intentions were cool your intentions don't matter if it hurts somebody yeah mm-hmm. don't, don't have good intentions mm-hmm. I agree. Like you, yeah. you can't you can't just be like fix your emotions. Yeah, and like what is what's mm-hmm. the phrase like the road to hell is paved with good intention. By the way, you guys. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. No, by the way, you guys. No, go ahead. Um, what is your guys's um IG? I don't know if you said it in the beginning, but I would like to follow you guys because I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like the advice. His is metapoetic, M E T P. I'm a liar. You know, I can't spell them. Let me see if I can find you M E T A P O E T I C. That's him. And then mine is I M K A Y B E E 22. Thank you. Okay, wow. I'll get that. Okay, so I'll put it in the chat. I'm gonna put it in the chat. Okay, so I'll put it in the name. 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 Okay, so I'll put um, okay. Well, since Elon, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's all you now. Okay. So it's all me. Okay. So, um, I'm Elon and, uh, um, <laughs> okay. Um, so for me, um, in relationships, I guess for me, like if you ask any of my friends, they know, like I, 
I'm not like great with relationships just because I get out of them too fast. I'm, I feel like I'm always the one that is ending it, ending it because I'm like, maybe I'm too uh, defensive and I'm saying, you know, that person tried to do this to me or maybe I'm like, oh, I'm bored or like I always have an excuse. But I feel like these days I was just trying to like be more, um, you know, uh, grounded and say, okay, let me just take it slow. Um, and so I guess that's what I'm trying to do these days, but I just feel like, um, uh, I guess, I guess I was going to ask you guys, uh, since you did mention your age, you said you're, you guys are 35. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm 26. I think we're both still in the same generation. Technically. We're still millennials. Okay. So, well, okay. I don't know how you feel about maybe like the, like younger people and relationships but like for me um people that are like maybe my age or younger they're more um they don't really conform to gender norms Mm -hmm. and then i and i know that you said that you're you want to serve your man Mm -hmm. and like i do too but like i'm also kind of like i don't like like gender roles and so it's kind of confusing because i'm like okay i know this is how society functions i know like the man is like has a place his place he wants to feel like a man Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want a woman to like make him feel like a woman so it's like i mean how do you kind of like balance that because me i feel like i want to do what i want to do i'm you know kind of a feminist and and then there's like this world out here it's like well you're still the woman act like a woman so So, i don't know what do you think about like the gender roles in a a relationship Mm. so the reality this is the reality of how we operate there's no the man does this, the woman does this in our relationship. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is the reality. Mm, the reality yeah. is, however, this is the best way a relationship works. Whatever is good at a certain thing you should do. Whatever is not good at something else should not. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how we operate. So, <clears throat> meaning, <throat> if you t- it's actually easier in a relationship if you take that all away. Mm-hmm. And just operate based off the person you're with. Yeah. Based off the person you're with, this is how I want to operate and this is how you operate. And can we work that way? Mm-hmm. And that is it. Yeah. And, like, regardless yeah. of the gender, this is how I want to operate, this is how you want to operate. And that's what matters. Stop worrying about what the world thinks about your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> All that matters is how you two operate. Yeah. Right? Um, that's true. That's it. Because, because, because the reality is, like, um, I remember uh, at, for, for, for a long time, she was making more money than I was, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I remember I was having a conversation with um, somebody, and I was like, yeah, my daughter, she's young. I was like, yeah, but it comes to a point where, like, I have to take, I have, we have to, like, so I have to stay at home with the daughter. Like, I, I'd probably be the one to stay at home because it just makes sense. She makes more money. Why would why would why would I take away her paycheck? <laughs> like it, it makes no logical sense. Mm-hmm. And the person was like, and it was a woman. She was mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I like, was like, but what? But it doesn't make sense. Why why would I not stay home and take the child and have the baby? It, it doesn't like generals. It it just it makes things more complicated mm-hmm. is when you're trying to act like just. However, y'all operate is operate based off of what y'all are. Stop worrying about what society is. It's operate the best the best way y'all can operate. Yeah. Like for me, when I said I like to serve him, let's be very clear. 
A man that has dated me in the past does not know currently. I have never served a man a plate of food in my life besides that. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. <laughs> because I felt like guys I dated who were West Indian for, you know, the most part, they had this very, like, heightened expectation of the woman cooks and the woman washes clothes. and I ain't going to do nothing you expect me to do. If you're coming into the situation, expect Like, I will never forget my ex's mother was like, you don't wash my son's clothes? I sure don't. And the fact that, that you had the expectation that I was going to do it further pushed me not to. Like, <laughs> Mark has never expected me to wash his clothes, to cook food, to make him a plate, nothing. He's never expected it from me. He's never verbalized that he demands that from me. And I do it specifically because he does not demand that from me. If he started being like, well, you know, woman, you need to be cooking this meal. That'd be the last meal I make. I promise you. <laughs> It'll be the last one. Because I, like, entitlement to what I want to do bothers me. I do not like when people feel like I have to do something. Maybe I need to grow up and that's okay. But the minute I feel like you're expecting something, oh, that's over. Absolutely. I don't want to get quick. No, quick. What she said. No. Like, I mean, to be honest, this pandemic has been the most I've cooked in our entire relationship. Because when we lived in Long Island, he drove to and from work. I worked in Manhattan. So he would always get home before me. So, like, when we got married, the conversation was whoever gets home first starts cooking. Like, if you get home at 5 30 and I don't get there till 7, if you're waiting for me to cook, we're ordering some food because I'm not starting anything at 7 o'clock. After being on the Long Island Railroad, it just, it just doesn't make sense. It's stupid. It just doesn't make sense. So you mean to tell me you've been home for an hour and a half and you wait for me? It, wow. it, it just doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't make well, logical sense. Over the weekends because she's home. Yeah, but like but during like, the weekdays, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. And you know, like going back to your point about like things that work in our relationship, like for some people, <clears> the woman is the better financial manager. She should be the financial manager. Like I know that's it's so that true. <laughs> a lot of guys want to kind of take that role, but it ain't for everybody, baby. Like you just got to play on your skills. <laughs> you're not good at it. You're not good. You're not good at it. And the family gonna be bankrupt because you trying to be. Oh, I'm the man. I pay the bill, sir. You no, no. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. That's so like, we true. Have a, like we have a division of of like chores around our house. Like we both clean. I don't clean bathrooms. I made that very clear very early on, and so that was decidedly his chore. And like we cool with that. <laughs> Like that's that's what's what it that's what he does. But like we both clean, we both cook, we both, you know, take the trash out, we both do everything. Like it's not like a I do this, he does. The only thing with a hard line is the bathroom cleaning. Everything else. Like and she mostly washes dishes. And I most he hates washing dishes. So I I do the dishwashing, whatever the case is. But like we found what works for us and what we're comfortable with doing. And you know, I do like to do some of those traditional things, like I said, but I, I do it because I think he doesn't expect it or require it of me. So I, I find honor in it. But if he was like, you need to put my plate. Oh, that's crazy. The baby will be. Because <laughs> I was born petty and there's really nothing I can do. Yo, you are funny <laughs> as hell. I'm just saying. I'm like, listen. That's like, like the whole rest of the day. <laughs> I feel that though. Like, oh, you want you want to cook, please? I could right. not believe when his mother was like, you don't wash my son's clothes. I can't believe she was having the conversation. First of all, why are you telling your mother I don't wash your clothes? Like, what are you don't wash my son's drawers? What is this conversation? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> mm. And like wow, wow yeah, you just 
That's some real stuff. The wildest. That's so yeah. true. Let's go. Especially about the financial stuff. When then like wifely duties for girlfriend status, like why you keep playing with me? Do what? Do what? Like oh yeah, oh yeah, sir. Not me. Not here. Not not. <laughs> Cleo didn't raise me to do nothing. So. I admire the girls who do it. Truly, honestly, go with God, but not. Amen. I would never encourage. You're not the only one. Even my mom is like that. She'd be like, hey, boy, you know, me ain't cooking today. You better figure it out. I'm like, sheesh. Be, I was going to ask like you. It'd be, it be like that. My grandmother used to do that. On Friday, she would like, I hope you kids had the meals for the week because I'm good on Saturday. Don't look for nothing from me. I right. don't know what to tell you respectfully. And, you know, you just got to mm-hmm. figure it out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like... <clears throat> people just roll different. They just roll different. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're not lying. My mom's Jamaican. Mm. My dad's not. I think that's actually a good thing in this case. But, um... <laughs> you got balance. I, I'm here for all Jamaican man slander, so go on with it. I'm, I'm crying. I received it. I received it. No. I almost didn't talk to him because I thought he was Jamaican. I'm oh, my... Not. <laughs> Listen, before him, I dated two Haitian guys. And uh, and Cosmo was Jamaican, so I was cool with the Islanders, like as a general principle, yeah. like it wasn't cool for me. I don't blame so, you. Yeah, it just has not worked respect, for me. I love them, truly, honestly. Love them from a distance. That's it, right there, honey. That's it, right there. Yes, baby. I take offense. You're a nice American girl. I can't do it respectfully. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um. So what is your so what what's your all right, so what's your take on business and pleasure? Um it's hard on pleasure. Yeah, that's all I'm about to say. What do you mean by business? Uh mixing business with pleasure. That it, oh. mm-hmm. like dating your coworker. Yes. No, I'm talking no. about what what is what is your take on do you believe mixing business with pleasure? So like oh. if a couple starting a, re- a business, like should they start yes. a business and be in a relationship at the same time? Well, we we, yeah. started, oh. we have we, we have so that's, that's what we're yeah so. I, yeah I, I think again it goes back to like communication and understanding about who's going to do what and what the and setting the expectations from the jump and kind of knowing when to turn off the business part in the business conversation and when to turn on the us as a couple uh, conversation. Hey. Because it, it can okay. get annoying, madam, 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 madam. <laughs> okay, all right. So that question, that question was kind of so, so like, okay. Well, I have I have another question. No, my, my hold on, Naira. Hold on, Naira. Hold on, Naira. All right, all right. So I I, I think that comes down to I I, I think and don't be doing it with no boyfriend or girlfriend either. That's stupid. Don't 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 that set up no type stupid. of business entity with somebody that you're not already legally tied to. Cause that's bad business. Cause are you breaking up? What you doing now? Hmm? Y'all having a yeah. custody battle over a business? No, crazy. Come on now. With a boyfriend? That's too much. What, 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 I, what I will say, what I will say is this: I think the closer you are with somebody, the more paperwork that is important. Yeah, the closer you are with somebody, the more you want to have things laid out mm-hmm. because then you can be like, "This is business. This has nothing to do with this part." Mm-hmm. I'm only mm-hmm. I'm acting this way because it's laid out somewhere. The problem is the closest somebody is with somebody, they usually have less paperwork. Mm-hmm. So now, like, people feel like you're doing things out of, like, 
emotions or mm-hmm. that. Like, no, this is just, we're just doing this. This is how the business operates. Mm-hmm. The business operates this way, like this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Us as friends or us as relationships, we operate this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. Um, it's it, it's it's kind of like it, it, it's similar to I, I guess are, are you all friends and you're to start this podcast? Um, um, are we, um, um oh, how does okay. how does start it? <laughs> all right, so I'm just a co-host. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, mean, I kind of just popped up. I say, hey, that's guys, a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie, everyone. That's a lie. That she's just a co-host. I'm a visitor. <laughs> okay, that's okay. a lie. The reason, reason why I'm asking is normal. I know that like, when you when we come when you come together, you have an idea, right? Mm-hmm. And like you want to make it more. It's very generic how you how it comes um, or organic. Yeah, more organic how things come in. So you kind of just doing things and everything. But there is a certain point when it becomes real. Mm-hmm. There's a certain point when business comes in. And at that point, you have to be like, all right, let's lay out all business mm-hmm. so that it won't ruin our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a certain point when it gets to that point mm-hmm. because if you don't do that, it it can destroy friendship and your relationship because you don't you haven't laid it out. Yeah. There's a certain point where you're like, all right, now this is the cuts. <laughs> this yeah. is what we do here. This yeah. is what we're doing. This is what yeah. we're meeting. Yeah. This, this is the rules. Yeah. <laughs> These yeah. are the bylaws for how we're going to operate in this business. Mm-hmm. And then when we're not in the business, now we can be friends or in relationship or whatever yeah. the case is. But yeah, it's very easy to blur the lines. And if you don't kind of establish it, like either at the very beginning or very early on, once you see it, so what, you see, what, off, what you see is, is, is really like gets to a certain point. Yeah. It's yeah. important to, yeah. And, and, and same thing operates here. Like we, we have, we have like laid out percentages of how everything goes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Nairon. So, so, so it's. All right. All right. I'm done again. <laughs> All right, come on with your question. Yeah, he was waiting patiently. Very patiently. Uh, ever so patiently. No, um, so it's a two-parter. It was, okay. my, my first question is... Um, <laughs> Let my man get his two-parter off. Why are you messing with him? All right. All right. <laughs> so That's how you said it. <laughs> how long were you dating before you decided to get married? And when mm-hmm. was the moment uh, that you knew, um, sir, that you that you wanted to propose and, and marry this woman? Uh, so we, um, we dated for, so we dated for a like month before we became a relationship. Yeah. Right. We, okay. um, started a relationship in 2010. Mm. We got engaged in 2013. Yeah. So it was like a little, a little under four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what was the, what was the moment that you knew that you wanted to propose? Um, I knew I wanted to propose way before we actually did it. I just needed the money to do it, and I wanted us to have certain financials together. And I, I and like that, I know it's a very like guy answer <laughs> to say that, but it's kind of like I just want to make sure you. Sometimes, a lot of times, um, what we tend to do is we want to like make sure that like you're not gonna have money for everything, but you just want to make sure that like if something goes wrong, we have stuff laid out. Okay, so 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 then I guess a more elaborate question would be, why her? What made her stand out that you thought, oh man, when I'm in a better financial position, she's the one I want to marry? <laughs> um, I, I think that started early, um, when we first were around story. So because like, she's she's one of the very few, if not only person, who kind of like engaged me into intellectually a lot. 
who, who okay. is very, very, she, she engaged me intellectually. We had a lot of deep intellectual conversations. Because, like, it's, it's annoying to, like, try to talk to somebody and you feel like I got to teach them about everything. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very much about, like, education, about civil rights, activism, <laughs> certain things, right? Mm. I don't want to have to explain it to you every single time. <laughs> mm. I don't want to explain to you about certain things that are going on in the world or certain things. Like, I appreciate it. Like, we both, like, our first few dates were go to a restaurant and then watch comedy specials. Right. Um, especially this one we did. Uh, we, we enjoyed like a lot, of, a lot of the same comments. I enjoyed um, our thoughts about religion. Yeah, like a lot of the same information about religion. I enjoyed that we um, we had the um, same outlook on like how the, we, we, we tend to look at the world the same with certain things. So there's a lot of things that we interact with. Do we have like disagreements? Of course, but like I, I don't think that there were any. Um, I don't. I am always confused with someone who only who's together for six months and they argue all the time. <laughs> yeah, that, like if you, you can't if you if you together with like only six months and you argue all the time, it's kind of just break up. It's break up. Only six months. Like I'm not saying everything should be. Fantastic, but you shouldn't be arguing with time for six months. Y'all barely know each other. Y'all still, y'all representatives are still in the building at six months. What y'all yeah. arguing about? So, like, you, you tell me you're in the honeymoon stage and you're still like angry? <laughs> like, I'm just angry. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and I understand, like, um, it's, it's just you, y'all should still be kind of like working things out. Like, you, every, everything was good for a long time. Yeah. Like, like, and our arguments were nothing like, Crazy, no, no, no. Um, it, it, it wasn't like it never resulted in like, ah, like, what's up? Don't scream at you. It was just agreements that we, we worked through, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I, I think that, um, being able to interact and like learning, um, and we we're both growing together. So, like, I will grow as a person, as a spouse, and she will grow as a spouse. And if we're both growing and we're fed, we tend to be growing in the same way, it makes sense. Yeah. So there was no so there was never a moment where where you were talking to her or you were around her, and you were just like, Oh my gosh, I wanna marry this woman. No, no, that like you said, that was, that was early on. That was like in the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, like in the beginning? Yeah, like yeah, because and, and, <laughs> and I, I don't know if you've ever like and I, my story is not an uncommon story. There's a lot of people I know who like you know in the beginning, but you're like, you're not going to like propose at the time. You're like, yeah. hey, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I wilding? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> am I no, no. Like, we said no. I love you to each other like in two weeks. Yeah. And meant it. Mommy. And, I, and yeah. I will never forget the moment yeah. I realized it. Mommy. I said, I am not trying to fall in love with anybody because, baby, it's okay. Because I had just gotten out of a relate. Because when I met Mark, I had just graduated from college and was starting my master's program. And so I had dated the same person all through college. So I was like, yes, I'm in my 20s. I'm about to see what's out here in these streets because I've been locked down all through college. I, like, that was really where I was because I, My advice to teenage girls going to college, don't date anybody. Be single. It's a time to too many people out there to meet to be tied down to somebody all of college. Mm-hmm. I guess my life worked out the way it was supposed to, but I literally met Mark at a time where I was not looking for a partner, and neither was he. 
he had just broken up with somebody maybe three months before. And I remember a conversation we had like amongst a group of friends. He was like, yeah, I'm kind of on a sabbatical from people right now. Mm -hmm. But it was like, we just had a connection and like, we just started hanging out, going out every day. And I remember we were going to Culpepper's in Brooklyn. It's a Bayesian restaurant. And we were riding the Long Island Railroad and we were sitting across from each other. And I looked at him and I was like, God damn it. Like, I knew it. Like, I knew I was in love. <laughs> and, like, he looked at me. Like, it's like, we're kind of telekinetic a little bit. Or not telekinetic, telepathic a little bit. And it's like, I could see on the look on his face, he knew what I was thinking, and he was thinking the same thing. And so we said it, like, later on that night. And I was just, I think I said it first, and I was like, if he was going to say that, this is going to be so Because two weeks is really early. That's a huge risk that you're putting out there. Yeah. I, 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 I would not recommend this to anyone on, on, on the I would recommend it to anyone. I would not. I would not. I also say, like, <laughs> I would not. That's not, if somebody were to say that to me, I'd be like, girl, that's nuts. You shouldn't. And, and I realize we both also have, we also both have, have like, a very older way of, like, approaching yeah. relationships and dating. Excuse me. Number one. And we, we also were like, we just didn't have, we, we both had like a no time for nonsense kind of thing because we were like it, it's gonna be it was not gonna be anything we were, like because we came in like let's just see what it is I'm not I'm not trying to play games because if it's nothing I'm moving on <laughs> so like like we got like w- w- there was no like oh I got the phone number let me wait a few days I'm like now nah, I'm calling right now see what's going on <laughs> we call yeah. here, like I'm like but none of the norms of dating. Well, yeah, we, I didn't play any of the usual games. And none I, of the games, but we were like, because we were like, let's just see if this works out now. Because we don't have time. Like, I'm, right. I'm like, I, I said I want sabbatical. <laughs> Let me just see how it works. Right. Like, if it doesn't work, I can just move on. Yeah, like all the things I would normally do to try to impress a new guy, I didn't do. None of that stuff. None of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he got regular schmegler degler me. Like, that's exactly what he got. He liked it, that's cool. Because I wasn't going into it like, I want to be with this guy. I want to date him. Like, it was just like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Like, it was very generic and just, not generic, but it was just very natural. The way so, we interact. So if I can understand what you're saying. Hold on, Nyron. Yes. Nyron. Nyron. Let let everybody else get oh, a man, chance. Oh man, this is two part. This is two part though. Yeah, it's exactly. two part. The three part. I think it's three parts now. Let us finish the sequel. Let, let everybody else get a chance to sit questions and then you can go. <laughs> he knows Nyron. He already preempted us. He's like fifty questions, Nyron over here. So, that, okay. is, he's been that. He did. that is how he figured it out. So I mean, okay, all right. I didn't know I came with a warning label. My fault. I'm sorry. No, no, that's not a warning label. It was just oh, more God. like the, uh, the, the word counts. What's up? Doesn't know this. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so wait. Does anybody have questions? Not oh, really. I was just finish your sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. no so, so if I can understand it, I don't know. I'm assuming you asked uh, your future wife out, but you guys are sitting on the train. You guys date for a little while. Two uh, weeks in, you're sitting, you sit, you're sitting with each other, and you just go, "Oh man, I'm in love with this person." In two weeks. In yes, two it weeks. Right. So, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. So, Hold so, on. You, so, oh. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Wait, 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 wait. You, you, you don't have to get to all that now, okay? You don't have to get it all that. You don't have to. But if you want to, you can. It's up to you. How good was that Bayesian food is my question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll say this. You ain't never had a good I, I, I meal, baby? I think when you have a connection, you notice the connection. I think a lot of times we, like, to, to, your, to your point, we both were like, this is not early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 
Because, like, many times we're in relationships with people, we might feel it, but we're not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're like, all right, it must be just gas or something, right? <laughs> 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 it's like, it's just gas. It was just a good day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How did you know it wasn't a good day, though? It was okay, okay, because they married. But 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 also what's also very interesting about me and Chris and I, I we had I talked about this um yes what did I talk about like since the first day I, I guess since that like well, the money that we met and we said we're gonna like start talking I have seen her every single day <laughs> since then. Like short of we, like we have seen each other at least once a day. Yes, every single day while we were dating. Like short of like us going, like me going to like a conference or something for work, or him going on a conference. We have been together. I, I've seen her at least once. Damn that's what that's like we 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 weren't like nothing. This day. wasn't two weeks on the phone. Like we were seeing each other every day. Yeah, but all those oh, days and, and, we, and we, when we didn't see each other, we were on the phone. Yeah. So like, so like all those dating dating things they tell you to do, like. Don't push too hard. Everything we didn't care about. <coughs> right. We just were like, mm. I like you. That's all. And if I don't like you anymore, we won't talk anymore. <laughs> like, that was mm. That was really it. Yeah. That's our love. Like, like that. all those dating norms they tell you to do, we did that. Right. Like all of that. Oh, make the guy wait 90 days. Girl, if you want to, just go ahead. The 90, it don't even matter. <laughs> It, it, it don't matter. Okay. It okay. Don't. It don't. Like I'm just like that is the, super cool, but it the, don't matter. The reason why I, I understand I understand the concept of the 90 days. The concept of the 90 days is it can cloud your mind. Facts. Big facts. Right? It can make you think that everything it it'll it'll, it'll it'll help you, it'll make you cloudy to the things that are wrong that are in a relationship. Yeah, you make you cloudy to the red flags. So like there's a bunch of your red flags and you're like, nah, but this was good. So like you, you, you kind of push aside those red flags. So that is the purpose of the I of the So I understand the, the concept. Mm-hmm. Like you want to make sure you you can consciously see those red flags. <laughs> but a guy can still be trash on day ninety one. So Ooh. Like, that, that, that doesn't take away the trash. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's trash dudes be patient too. Yeah. Yeah. Both things can happen at the same time. So, <laughs> so like, I, I think it's it's important to like, no, like the reason for that, um, the ninety days or for waiting is so you can see the red flags. Right. <laughs> right. Without being clouded by the by the the sexual um, aspects of things, yeah. But you know, I, yeah. I I just feel like this is a very unique situation. Yeah, like I would I would not if my daughter came to me and told me, oh, I, I want to marry this guy that I've been dating for two weeks. I I don't think so, sis. Uh. Respectfully, I don't think so, and that might be hypocritical, and I don't care. Um, <laughs> Because, like, if I had to, like, look at my own situation and explain it to myself, I'd be like, girl, what? Like, I look back at it like, that was nuts. <laughs> like, absolute nuts. Like, I know for a fact that we were talking about getting married, like, round about the six-month mark. Yeah. But, like, I was still in school, so, like, it was just, like, I didn't have my life together yet, like, perfect. Like, so there was stuff we needed to work on before we got there. But, like, so what we, you're saying is, like, like at the six-month mark, if everything was fine, you were, you were like, ready to propose and, like... <laughs> yes, <ready> to- <laughs> At six months, I knew that I wanted to be with her for an extended period of time. 
right? So I was like, the, the, um, we just weren't where we were supposed to be financially, right? Like, like, I'm glad we didn't get engaged because we still learned a lot more from each other mm-hmm. in those times. Yeah. So it was important for the time. Yeah. 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 The time was important. Yeah. Because <laughs> we learned a lot more. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. like, being be with them, I was like, everything seems to be working out. Like I said, we, we knew, we saw each other every single day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, a lot of things were like working out. So like, we, we had that thought, but we, we weren't proposing because like, we, we weren't where we supposed to be. Yeah, well, like, I feel like if we were where we wanted to be, we would not have, like, dated as long. Yeah. Like, we probably, maybe within a year, would have gotten married. That's amazing. If life were set up, like, if we had met each other and had this story now at 35, yeah. yeah. Well, what's the point in waiting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and, this, and this last thing, because I know you're going to move. <laughs> um, when, um, when you were saying, Elon again? Elon? Yeah, Elon. When you were saying, like, you keep, like, um, dating and, like, you, like, I don't think it's a wrong thing to, like, I don't like something about this person and move on. That, that's not a terrible thing. So I don't want you to, like, feel that way either. Right. Right. Yeah. Because things that might be tolerable for another person are not tolerable for you. And that's your standards and that's cool too. Yeah. It, it's okay to, like, it's okay to be, like, this, this person has nothing I want. Because <laughs> right. like, I'm in that situation right now. I think I was telling um Diamond Cash, oh my God. So you know how the guy is like the one that's really horny and then they wanna like do it right away. So like I'm the I'm the guy in the relationship. Right now. <laughs> Listen, we have oh, nothing wrong with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I am horny. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, how you we, live, boo? <laughs> we no just, okay, we just met. Okay, we met like a month ago, and like I really like I did fall really hard for him too, like really fast. Everything I think he fell really fast for me too. But he's the type he says, well, you know, sex is sacred, and you know things like that. And he doesn't. He wants to wait. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, I can't, it's, it's so hard. And I guess I know how guys feel now, but like, I just don't know. It's just so hard. But you know what? Diamond Cash should respect his decision. Correct. My, my question is for you is what favorite restaurant did you go to? Yes, respect his decision. Also, your No, 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 no. Don't be lying. That's not, hold on, hold on. What? Be lying. Just let you know, this is pub. This is, this is pub. This is going out to the world. Just let you know. Yes. Yeah, no, it's, we know it's live. It's okay. okay. Yeah. Elon, Elon, oh, okay. <laughs> he probably listening like, oh. <laughs> Elon, okay. what restaurant did you go to? I need to know the name of the Asian restaurant you went to. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before you, before y'all answer yeah. Naron's question, uh, let Phonetic and TC and Elon go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a question. It's just like, I guess maybe does anyone has anyone ever felt like that? Like, yeah, girl. Oh, like that right now. Like, I ain't none. Oh, no. no. You know what's funny? I think that, like, because society, of, you know, like you was bringing up gender roles and norms, it's, um, it's this reality that was created where it's like only men have a sex drive. Like, right. ain't wrong. I have organs too. Right. I feel too. Right. I get aroused too. Right. And like not um, making yourself feel bad for that. Of course, like you definitely want to have discernment in any um, given situation. Maybe this person is just, you know, there to teach you some sort of restraint or like, you know, to teach you to be more patient because you got that, you know, you got that Aries energy, like you ready to go. Like, what's up? And (laughs) maybe that's where um, 
that situation, that person is there to show you like, okay, no, like this is how you are able to be patient, wait for something Mm -hmm. to play out so you can really see Mm -hmm. um, before you get too deep into it. Like, is this good for you? Right. And even with, you know, with um, what uh, Mark and Kristen were saying, you know, about like, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, do what you want to do then do it. But like, I I, like being, you have to be okay with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the reason they were able to articulate their love to each other was so soon is because they felt that. And when you feel something, that's you really being in tune with that, um, that aspect of yourself that has this intuition, like, okay, something is telling me this is good for me. And it's really important to be aware of that because you can want to do something, but if you're not really um, getting uh, down to the bottom of like, okay, how does this person actually make me feel when I'm with them? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and that's really important because you might want to do something for the sake of, you know, fulfilling the desire. But if that person doesn't really make you feel, um, you know, a certain way, it can only lead you down a road where you're like, ah, I regret that or I wish mm-hmm. I didn't do that. And you don't want that either which I've been through like all these cases, like I've moved too fast. I'm the first one to be like, I I don't like that. I can't do this. Like I'm seriously single and it's okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm okay with being that friend now. And I used to not be, but I realized, um, I'm, I just don't tolerate certain stuff and I don't need to, I don't need to um, put up with things that other people put up with just for the sake of um, being in a relationship because I'm just going to be miserable and I'm not going to be my best self. I'm not going to be able to be bubbly. I'm not going to be able to make people laugh. And I've been there. I've been the bitter Betty because I chose, um, you know, to be in the relationship just because I wanted to be in a relationship and it took so much out of me and it took me a long time to really rebuild myself Mm -hmm. and to get back to who I really was and you just you know like life has to teach you that you know and sometimes you get that and sometimes you don't and you have to learn it and so you know I, you know, what y'all are saying, Martin, Kristen, I love it. And, you know, Elon, you know, like just, you know, be in tune with what you're feeling. Be in tune with what you're feeling. It's okay if you like, you know, you horny Henrietta. It's okay. You know? Oh, these names <laughs> are sending me. I'm so these bad at that nickname just now. To, <laughs> to the curly game. I cannot. Maybe you just need to go to the gym more and like, you know, hit that yeah. channel. Like, okay, boom. Like, we working it out. Okay. Like, I got the yeah. energy. What, you know, what, channel what, it. Yeah, what, what I will say, yeah, like... I was going to say something toxic, but you said something <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, yo, call I some old work while you waiting uh, on you. I can't remember yo, anybody. That's, that's really toxic, so don't, don't do that. Go to the gym. Oh, my... Uh, so I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> what I was saying was, like, yeah, I, that, that, this is time to kind of, like, figure out do you want to be the person. And I think there's, like, a lot of different levels to being with somebody like you gotta explore of course you want to explore how they treat you and how they are around you we also want to explore how they are around other people <laughs> and how they're around you we want to explore how they like react to certain issues that are going on because like those are like little small things that people don't think about because mm-hmm. like people don't like think about how does this person react to like certain women's rights things mm-hmm. <laughs> how do they react to certain like Black Lives Matter thing. Like, right. how do they react to that? Like, do you really want to lay down with somebody who's going to argue to death that Blue Lives Matter is a real concept? 
Like, come on now. Oh, yeah. That, no, that's a fact. That's no, a no, fact. I can't. I and, like, know, no offense to anybody fact. who's a police officer or has police officer friends, but what is blue like? It's a smirk, okay? But you know, so, arguing could be an aphrodisiac. What happened? I think it's bad for your heart in the long term, you know, <laughs> or your liver. I forget, I forget where their angry emotion yeah. sits, but it sits in one of your organs. You don't want you don't that. But your liver gonna different. get messed up. Yeah, your liver. Thank you. I knew it was one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you only got one of those. I can't play the kind of game. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody. You got two kidneys, but only one liver. Yeah, only one liver. I, can, I gotta keep that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need that. So yeah, like so. So like this, so this might be a time to just kind of explore that. Mm-hmm. Because like then you're like, oh, this person disgusts me. <laughs> right. Maybe not. Right. And then you don't want to be like mm-hmm. at a point in your life where you're like, that one doesn't count. Neither does that one. <laughs> you know what was the worst and most challenging relationship that you've ever had that's a good one that's um yeah. I think the one before yeah. him, um, mm. because why you get your down again? No, no, I'm going okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're a bad funny person. No, no. I, just, I just, I just asked because like, I'm, I'm going to explain why I asked in a second. But it was, it was because I knew it was over about halfway through it. Like I will never forget, like because me and the me and the guy were together for about four years. And I remember clear as day, summer of 2007, God talked to me, no lie, no exaggeration. This isn't going anywhere. Those were the exact words I heard. But nothing was wrong at the time. Like we were in a good place. So I had no reason to believe, put it over there. I had no reason to think this is a time to break up or something's wrong. But I've learned over the course of my life that God tells me things in advance of me getting hurt. As a, as a way to get me to escape, but I don't be listening because I'm hard-headed. And, you know, at the end, I'd be like, yeah, I should have had listening back then. So I remember hearing that clear as day. Like, I was just sitting on the bed one day, and it was just like, this, this ain't going nowhere. And, you know, I didn't listen. We kept dating. We kept dating. Then, and it was, it was looking back, I can say it was like a toxic relationship in terms of the way we talked to each other. Like, we would talk to each other very crazy. Very crazy. There were a few times where it was like, I'm not like this anymore. But in my former life, um, I had a swing on me. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Back in the day. Like, I had a tendency to swing on anybody, man or woman. And, like, he knew that if you said certain words to me, violence would follow. And so, I don't like Hancock. You know, like, when he would say, stop calling me an a-hole, and people Mm -hmm. and then violence would follow. That's me with the B word. Like, I don't know what it is about it that triggers me, but I'd be like, oh, okay, now. And so he did that one. Per- like, we were just pushing each other's buttons. It was just a really bad dynamic. And I remember he went out of town with some friends. And back then, Facebook would tell you when someone friended someone, like when someone you were friends with friended someone else. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that he friended three people. 
two guys and a girl. And again, voice of God, clear as day, look into that. And never once before that had I ever had a suspicion, a feeling, a anything. Mm. Sure enough, I look into it and I see all this texting back and forth. And you know, I, and I kind of ignore it because I'm kind of like, <clears throat> I was technically smooth. So how do I get this off in a question form without looking like I was snooping? Hadn't come up with one. So I just kind of let it rock. I didn't say anything. Then we went to his brother's house for Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving, Christmas, one of them holidays? And we were getting ready to go out to the store. And he had his laptop up. And I guess he was checking his like bank account information to make sure, you know, to make sure everything was on up and up and we'd go do what we had to do. And I saw a charge for a hotel and I was like, So for two days, we went back and forth. Mad toxic. My liver is probably very damaged as a result of this back and forth. Um, And basically, it came out that him and this person had been in this clandestine relationship for a couple of months. Basically, when the inkling was checked into that, that's when it started. And so basically, we kept being together for a year after that. And it was like, I knew he was still dealing with the girl, but he would be telling me he wasn't. But like, I would keep finding things. And then finally, I remember talking to a friend of mine and she was like, girl, who are you? Why are you sitting up here doing this? And I was like, you're right. What am I doing? And this is someone that had been my friend since I was like 15 or 16. And she was like, girl, me does does not recognize you. And I was like, sis, me either. And so I finally, I finally was like, yo, we should, we should probably just pack this up and take this home. Mm And the funny thing is, even before we actually broke up, maybe like six months before, I had said, we shouldn't do this anymore because we don't trust each other. You doing whatever you're doing. I'm like, I, I wasn't raised to live like this. And, you know, he was very manipulative. And, you know, he was like, at one point, he legit threatened to kill himself over yeah. trying to break up with him. Narcissist. And I should have been like, okay, go ahead. Because people who say that nine times out of ten aren't really going to do it. That happened to right. me before. Yeah, yeah like, himself. Oh my God. I, still out here. I, remember, I remember one time, I remember, like, he went somewhere and did and drank like crazy. And then me and his brother had to go get him from like the train station because he was like sloppy, falling down, drunk, like just a mess. And I was just like, oh, uh, he's ugly doing? drunk. Like, what is my life right now? This is the ghetto. What is mm-hmm. the ghetto? And so finally mm-hmm. I broke up with him. Like I just called him, like what oh, actually before that, like after the whole drunken incident, I'm gonna kill myself, whatever. Finally, I called the girl because like we shared a phone at the time and I had her phone number. And I never used it. And I'm not the type of woman to be like, I want to come to you as well. I'm not that girl. But I don't like when people play in my face a lot like I'm stupid either. That upset me. Don't, don't do that. So I called the girl and I was like, so sis, I just want to confirm some details with you. Just, just so that when I present the facts, the old boy, the math is napping. So I was like, based on what I've seen, this is when y'all started talking. This is when y'all did this. This is when y'all did that. And I guess he had coached her in the event that I called and so she was like, oh, she was kind of giving me canned answers. And I was like, oh, these people think I am dumb. Okay. So I said, Every, everything you're not saying is telling me what I need to know. So I got off the phone with her. I called him and I said, we're not doing this anymore. Like, just as a general, we're not. I'm done. I'm finished. Whatever. We're done. And I don't think he accepted it. And so it was like, I remember one time, like, Mark and I had gone out. And, like, my friends were calling me, like, yo, this dude is hitting me up, trying to figure out where you at. 
What's da, 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 da. And like, it was like crazy. Like he was scaring um, my friends because they were like, is he okay? Because he's calling me. He's pulling up to me on campus. Like, where's Christian? Da, 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 da. Like he would pop up at me, on me at my job. Because at the time I was working at the college I was attending as like a graduate assistant. And like, he would pull up to my office. I remember one time he came and brought me flowers. And I was like, bro, I'm still not talking to you. Like, he tried to get me to go out with him one time with his niece, and I went to go see some little chipmunk movie or something. Because I was like, I'm never going to see this niece again because this relationship is over. And I had bonded with her over the time that we were together. So when I finally told him, look, I'm kind of talking to someone else, i.e. him, my guy lost it and went on, like, a rampage, like, trying to basically, like, tarnish my character and, like, ruin my friendships with people. Like, it was just the wildest of... I've never experienced anything like that, and I never thought that someone I had been with for that length of time would react that way to something that they essentially caused. And, you know, the reason I asked why Mark put his head down, because Mark remembers, like, that period when I had just started talking to him, but this guy was still trying to get back with me. Like, it was a lot of craziness going on where I felt like the guy, the guy was trying to figure out who Mark was. And I remember we went to a party one time, and he tried to pull up on Mark. And I was like, wow. like, because he was he kept staring oh, we're doing at that now. mind you he's at the party with the girl he's been cheating on me with the whole time but kept saying <laughs> <laughs> so in my former life i'm a swing type of chick so i'm standing in the party he's staring every time he come around he's staring i'm like so what's up bro? what's up and he was like you know what? i think you're a whack-ass beat and all i remember was <laughs> and him grabbing my arm like nah and then after that he tried to press up on my and i'm like no I need you to understand we're gonna fight in this party today. So like, be clear. So it was so, it was very toxic. Very toxic. Be clear. No longer that person. I know you can in fight. I don't do that anymore. So this, this is the problem. What's the problem? The problem with that whole situation was number one, I don't go to Hofstra. Right. right. Yeah. Hofstra? Yeah, that's where I went to college at. Me too, girl. Okay. Oh nice. Hey. Sorry, I don't go to Hofstra. Number one. Number two, I have nobody here. He got all his friends there. I gotta go. I'm mad at you. You gotta live to tell Very the story. Smart. Right. No, no, I don't. Exactly. Right, right, right. In retrospect, in retrospect, <laughs> that was factual. But yeah, like it was it was just dumb toxic, that whole situation. I'm just like, I look back and I'm like, when I heard that very clear get out of there, I should have listened because what happened like after that, I could never have imagined would have been the outcome of a relationship with a person that I ultimately did not think was a bad person. They just weren't the person for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? My mine was, I, so I was previously engaged. Oh, yeah. I get to oh, wow. Yes. Oh, um, he likes to get engaged if you were married. These are jokes. These are jokes. These are jokes. Jokes. Big jokes. Okay? My man's disappeared. Where you at? No. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes. These are big jokes. Big jokes. Um, so I was engaged. And the person, she wasn't a terrible person. She just wasn't for me. Right? Mm. Meaning, like, I I just, I was, I got engaged to her because I was with her for a certain amount of time. And I just felt like after a certain amount of time, she probably was going to engage to somebody. Because <laughs> you're with wow. So I, I, I was like, we really are. Like, that stupid, that stupid song. You've been getting for so long, might as well do it. Uh, Jagged Edge, maybe at the altar. We ain't the, wait, what is it? We ain't, we okay. might as well, we ain't get no younger. We, we might get married. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, 
which, which is a trash line. Yes. Yeah, but it's like trash pants in general. Yeah, but it's kind of like <laughs> it was out of time where I was like, that's what you're supposed to do. I have to be with somebody for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. You just get married. Like, get married. like we, we, yeah. like it was like someone cheated on me. No one was abusive. Or so it was like, hey, should we just keep going? it's kind of like, but like, I think, but I don't know if I was really into a relationship at all. But I just felt like I'm obligated to, marry, to be engaged to this person to do that. And then I had, I had a conversation with my sister. She was like, but do you want to be with her? I was like, yeah, but I've been with her all this time. Like, shit, I just... <laughs> and she was like, nah, but you don't want to do it. And, like, that was the first time that I put in my mind, I was like, I don't need a reason to not be with somebody. I don't need a dramatic reason to not... If I don't want to be with you, I don't have to do it. And I think, and I, I, I've told people ever since that all the time, I was like, people keep trying to find a dramatic reason to break up with somebody. They feel like, I, I like, Oh, I have to like demean that person or demonize that person for me to break up. You can just be like, I don't think we'll be together. She should be together anymore and not be together. It doesn't have to be some big dramatic thing. They don't have to be a terrible person, the worst person ever. They can just be like, I don't want to be with this person anymore. (laughs) And that is good enough. But like, we stay in these relationships because we feel like I've been with them for a certain amount of time. They know me, I know them. So why not just stay together? Right. And the reality is, if you don't want to be with them, just just don't be with them. You don't you don't need a you don't need a big reason for right, right. Uh, yeah, I I, I agree because that makes me wonder like how many people are married today that were married off of an obligation. Like think about that for a second. Like people just was like, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. So like I'm not Yeah, and I think that was part of why I didn't break up with that with the guy too because I'm like we've been together for two, three years, like nothing's wrong. Like we can work through it. Struggle, struggle loving together. But like, you know, I feel like we do have a, like, I feel like a lot of language around relationships sometimes is that a struggle is necessary or like you have to go through ups and downs for the relationship to have like, like, like weight. And that's not, what and that's not really true. What kind of struggle is that? Yeah, it means true too. a struggle means something you all two work out together. Yeah, not struggle in the relationship. Yeah, I mean this is something that we need to overcome together. Right, not the relationship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> need to overcome something else. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to overcome this relationship. Right, exactly, exactly. You have to, exactly. Over- have to overcome this. Situation that that has appeared to us, yeah. Not because I messed up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not overcome. Yeah, agreed. You don't have to overcome my mistake. You have to overcome something that we we see. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go. All right. So I feel like we if we definitely pressed on time. It's, I mean, I feel like I need I feel like I need more more time with everyone. If that's okay. I, I just I have so much questions. Is it okay with everyone? Is that okay? I, I got some more time. I got some time. I'm good, brother. Okay. I'm good. Right. good. Okay. Okay. I'm all, so I'm, I'm all about question. So I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just ask three questions all in one. Okay. Um so I, I'm I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get a little uh um agree, disagreeable, and 
I know probably phonetic any long gonna get at me for this about this question. Uh uh-uh. Okay, so <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm ready for the shotgun to come at me. All right, so the first question um, is talk about like we work so much, and when we work so much, you know, for five, you know, out of those five days. We get so tired to the point where for our significant other, we barely have time for them. It's like the leftovers Mm -hmm. we give them. Um, So talk more about that. And the one I'm going to get, you know, a bullet and a shotgun is this. And this is a question. Think about it, brother. Think about it. (laughs) So, 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 so this question. (laughs) You're not normal. You about to get shot? I see it. I'm ready. So this question. So this question is specifically for Christy. Mm -hmm. So, Uh okay. Specifically, all right. So we need. I'm not even going to say we need. Uh. I'm just going to say in general, but I'm not going to generalize anything. So when we be attracted to someone, and I'm I'm, I'm talking about the beginning stage now. Mm -hmm. When we talk about the the beginning stages Mm -hmm. of uh, things, um, and we we, we get to this this point where it's too late. For example, um, let's say a guy comes to this, you know, this girl, um, he asks her to get on a date and everything. Of course, free food, you know, she's going to get and everything. And he gives her flowers. Then after all, he, you know, he wants to, you know, he, he wants to give him her, you know, her all. And then she said, Girl, "You are talking in riddles. If you don't just say, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got you, I got you. I got you. I got you. You dragging it. You giving me a lot of lead up, Poppy. What's the question? Get to the point, Rick. All right. All right, Christine, I got you. And then after she says, "Well, you too nice. You're too nice." Oh, hold, hold on, I'm not finished. And after that, she'd be like, you know what? Hold on, hold on. And, and, no, I'm just writing it down. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let's write this down. Me. Hold on, hold on. TC, know what I'm talking about. TC, know what I'm talking Then she says... I can't say nothing no more. This is you. after that, and after that, here go TC. Listen, TC, you know we about to get spicy. And then after that, she says, well, you too nice. I need that aggressiveness, right? Okay. So then... What she does is, uh, I'm not even gonna say what she does, but it's like, don't you think that's kind of a, like what, what women, or you can say men too, because men do this too, as a like, oh, I want something that's something aggressive. Um, so maybe I'm gonna get with this person because I want to fix her up a project. I want to fix this up project. And instead of actually, you know what? I, I want the high value person instead of I don't want this person because he's too nice. If you understand what I'm saying, you, you can get this to is, that. This is okay. a sphinx oh, we're talking okay. to. We're talking to a sphinx. And then you said that again? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I didn't hear. <laughs> what? Please, somebody say something. Nara, what, what you said, Nara? We're talking to a sphinx. 
in riddles. You know, you not know who the Sphinx is. You know, yeah, in know Egypt. <laughs> Thank you. Are you talking about the statues that look like a dog? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, okay. The face of a person, yeah. Yeah. and the like, the body of a lion, and the wings yeah, of an eagle. Wings of a, yeah. <laughs> now, now the 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 third question, final question I had was well, not wow. technically the final for my man Metal Poetic is, um, and I see a lot of guys we get into this right where. We'd be like, you know what? This is the woman that I want, but um, what happens if this doesn't happen? What happens if this doesn't work? You know, and we have kids. And I, I don't want to end up with like two or three, you know, baby moms. And I'm, and, and this is, you know, something that happens when it comes to men too. We 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 tend to have this protectiveness in ourselves. So. Uh, that's mm. meta poetic, uh, but yeah, it, you can answer all those questions. I, I, I'm ready for the shotgun. I'm ready yeah. for the shotgun. Maybe you should go back. I need to hear about the last one specifically. Okay, so yeah. the, the first we'll, we'll do the first question. The first question is about working. So we, we we both work hard now, and I think it's always. I, I, so uh, a pastor said this to us, and it's very important: is to have a date night often. Mm-hmm. Date nights are weekly, monthly, whatever it is, however you set it up. Just to have it often because you need to come back and be like, hey, how do you feel about this relationship? Mm-hmm. What's going on? With you you on your line. What, yeah. what, how do you feel about what's going on? What's mm-hmm. what we're going? Like, you check it. Yeah. Because, like, you, you don't, because, like, what happens a lot of times is you'll be in a relationship and you don't know that your spouse is over it. Mm-hmm. You don't know that the person you're with is over this relationship because you don't. Have that conversation. You don't know where they are, mm. where their head is. Yeah. So you want to check in. Mm. So I, th- I think the date night and checking in is important. And 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 just take time away. I mean, make sure you spend time with each other. Mm. Um, like if if you're both working tired and everything throughout throughout the week, fine. And make take some time to weekend. Mm. Make sure you take some vacation time to go out and do something. Like you just you have to you have to make time because if you don't nurture your relationship, it'll it'll, it'll die. Yeah. So you have to get yeah. yeah, I think I think another piece too is communicating what your work is and what it looks like to your spouse. I think because of the pandemic and us both being home, we have a very clear understanding of what each other's work entails. When we were both going to work in person, like we kind of knew, but it was also like we would do our check-ins and be like, Oh, these are the things I'm working on at work. These are the things you're working on at work. So I know like if I call him during the day and he doesn't pick up the phone, I know that it's because he's like at a meeting doing this or he's working really hard on this thing or that thing. So like kind of letting your partner know like exactly what their work is about and what the expectations are for them is really important. Like we talk to each other, you know, I think especially more now because we have a daughter and, you know, for a while daycare was closed. So it was like trying to balance who's going to kind of take care of her during the day. Like we had to have conversations like, okay, what does your day look like? When are your meetings? And so we have those conversations on a daily basis. Like we literally, before we got on this podcast, we were like, okay, so for example, we want to, we have to do grocery shopping. We normally do grocery shopping on Sunday nights because don't nobody be in the store, but uh, that's our, that's, that's our, don't nobody really be, and, and they always restocking for Monday. So if you go to the stores like seven, seven thirty so on Sundays, empty. So that's mm-hmm. when we normally grocery shop. But because we were coming on this podcast, we were like, okay, when can we go? So we literally pulled up our calendars and was like, what you got going on tomorrow? What you got going on? Okay, so we decided we're going to go grocery shopping at 
after we drop our daughter off at school because I don't have a meeting till 12 o'clock. So that's literally how we do our balancing our work and our relationship. It's like when we have time in between meetings and time in between stuff, like we'll just sit down and like talk to each other or like watch an episode of a show or do something that we just enjoy to like kind of decompress and de-stress and like not let the work like overtake us. So I think it's really about going back again to communicating about like what's going on. If you feel like your needs aren't being met and you're not getting the attention you desire, communicating that as well. Because if I don't know that he needs more attention, he's not going to get it because I think everything's fine. So it's like, if he sits there and lets, lets resentment build up and then we have a big argument, it's like, well, this could have been avoided if you just said you feel like I'm giving work too much attention and you need more. So I think and those are important to check in and see yourself. And yeah, 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 agree. Like, I, 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 I'm always very big on, it's always a responsibility of both people. Mm-hmm. So on one end, it is my responsibility to voice your opinion, but it's also her responsibility mm-hmm. to check it. Yeah. It's my, it's my responsibility to see what's going on with her mm-hmm. and check in with her. Mm-hmm. The same thing, her responsibility to let me know what's going on. Yeah. So because sometimes you just, you're, 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 you're too much in your head you don't check in yeah it's it's both yeah because i think i think sometimes too like when people are dating and this maybe this is like more pre-pandemic where people would be like kind of shirking responsibility of like communicating with their significant other because they were working you are not a surgeon you are not saving the world ain't no much working in the world (laughs) so when you cannot communicate with your partner at least once a day like you technically just don't watch but there is no amount of work that you're doing that precludes you from talking to your partner at least once a day. So when people be like, oh, I haven't talked to my man in a couple of days, he's working. No, he has another girlfriend or another family. You need to do some mm. investigation into that. Because if you're in a relationship with somebody, I cannot tell them how you're not talking at least once a day. Like, unless this person is in yeah. Bosnia, no shake of Bosnia, or some country where they don't have good phone connections or something like that, there's no plausible reason in the 21st century that people aren't talking. Like, work should not be an excuse for why a couple isn't in communication. So, you know, I I feel like, you know, like as a pre-pandemic, people were really using that in, as an excuse. But again, I think it comes down to communication about what you guys are doing and work and setting your expectations appropriately. Like if you're dating somebody whose work hours are like midnight to eight, like, you know, you can't really hang out with them at night. You got to adjust what your hangout time is to, you know, something maybe more in the daytime because that person needs to go to bed because they got to work at the time that everybody else is asleep. Their their clock is different. So it's just really about communicating and finding out what works for your relationship. But yeah, I think I think that's really what it boils down to. Um, yeah. So what was, what was the question? So was it that he was too nice and I want an aggressive... I don't know what a high-value man is, so I'm going to need somebody to define that for me because I've heard Kevin Samuel say and I don't I don't know what that means. Like, does it mean a rich man? Does it? Oh, it not mean? necessarily. High value. I, I, I don't. High value <clears throat> isn't necessarily like he has to have money, but someone who is someone who has a certain standard, you know, for how they carry themselves and how they would treat their significant other. So, someone who brings value to the table in terms of like their internal self mm-hmm. and shares that. But it's not. It doesn't necessarily have to be about money. It's just gotcha. someone, yeah, who okay. is valuable to you know. He's high value to you because he's valuable to you, and you're high value to him because right. he's right. your value. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. All right, all right. Because I've heard that term used, and I was like, I don't know what that means. 
Um, so you're like so, so go so go back to Diamond's question. Thank you, thank you, Vanessa. So you're saying you it, you and somebody had some type of interaction, communication where it seemed like there was mutual attraction. Y'all went on. Tell me if I'm wrong. Y'all went on a date, and the person or y'all attempted to go on a date or or. This definitely did not happen to me. I'm just speaking in general. Okay, I'm sure. okay. <laughs> I was telling the story. It was like I'm asking for a friend, but the friend is me. So I was Yeah, he does that. <laughs> so 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 I guess I guess what what I've gotten from it is basically the person would say, "Oh, you, he, she, the person, the guy is too nice." Okay. And the guy would say, "I want, uh, I want someone more aggressive." I, I, I think, I think sometimes we get uh, too caught up in that. Sometimes, meaning, like, I think that, like, it's okay that someone prefers someone more aggressive. It's not like a terrible, right? Right. It's not. It's like if someone says, "Like, I want somebody who's like that." Then it's just not for you. Like, I don't know what you want to be with somebody who yeah. doesn't want somebody like you. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, to me, too nice is kind of a cop out. Like, what does that mean? Thank I you. Don't, I don't know like, what, what that, that means. Mean? Like, I've never met a guy and my response was, he's too nice. So maybe I just don't know these kinds of people, but I've never encountered a guy where I said, he's too nice. And maybe it's because I'm, I looked for and I wanted someone who I thought was nice. So it might honestly just be that the person doesn't find... This is not good language. Yeah, it's not good language. Because like, I don't think they mean the term nice. Yeah, I don't think right. that's what they mean. But I, I think mm-hmm. they mean like... Because like some people use nice and mean other things. Yeah. Some people say nice and then... Yeah. 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 Right? Some people say nice and they mean um, like you're... I thought you just let me do whatever I want. Right, right. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, like and there's there's some toxic like thought processes about that because right. again, people people don't a lot of people don't understand what a healthy relationship even looks like. So they think that a person who is like aggressive in their language and aggressive in their like demeanor all the time, like that's what a quote unquote strong man is. And that might not be true. He might actually just be abusive or like bad at communication. But you know. And that's not a general, but I'm just saying it's like there's a stereotype attached to like carrying yourself a certain kind of way as a man. And I feel I feel like um I feel like sometimes you just gotta take the L as as a dude. Like if she said you're too nice, then you're too nice. And just move on. She's not because first of all, if she's using that terminology with you, she has a perception of you. She has a perception of you that you are very unlikely to shake. Um so you don't, you, don't, you don't really want that person. Yeah, you, that that person's not for you. It's that's that's just the bottom line. Like sis came, had a meal, and she dipped. I mean, happens to the best of us. Um, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I just I feel like damn. <laughs> it's it's cold blooded, my guy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, I I think it, it it's a certain level, and I feel too like it's it's a certain level of maturity. Um. Because I can't believe that a woman over 30 is using I'm too nice. If she is, she needs to pull her life together in a very serious way. Um, but it, it, there's a certain level of maturity to where you're like Xing a guy out of the conversation and using that terminology. I feel like as you get older and you become more mature, it becomes more like, I don't think you're the right person for me. I don't think we vibe. I don't think, I 
don't think this will go anywhere. And, you know, I think that as the guy who's hearing that, you shouldn't then take that and be like, well, nah, I guess I'm going to have to be more like these guys she wants to be. That's not who you are authentically. And so you're going to spend a relationship or spend time putting on pretending to be somebody that you are not to attract somebody Mm -hmm. who is not genuinely attracted to who you actually are. Because at some point, the facade is going to slip. And you're going to be regular yeah. you. And then, you know, that creates an argument and conflict. So I feel as if, if that's what someone tells you, even as disingenuous and um, quite frankly, uh, unhelpful to you as a person, that they're saying that you just kind of got to take the L and be like, that person's not for me, despite what I think about them. Or if I think they would be a good fit for me, they're just not. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 it's, it's important to be the most genuine person you can be. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, I think you could, wherever you are, just be confident in who you are. And I think that tends to be attractive to whoever you are, whoever you attractive to. This confidence in whoever yes. you are. Yeah. Um, but, and what's the last question? The last one was like, um, I wrote this down really badly. Yeah. Like, it was, like, he was basically saying, you know, like, you know, being with somebody that you really want to be with, but it doesn't work out, you have kids. So, like, you, you, you know, the question is, being with somebody and you have kids? So, uh, you're, I think you're, what, you got it? Go ahead, go ahead, TC, go ahead. No, 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 I'm going to let you explain it. All right, so pretty much, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of guys, and I, I've, I've gotten this conversation with uh, specifically, you know, my friends too, you know, my guys, as in, like, they don't want, you know, um, they're not married, they're not, none of that, that some of us, some of them are in a relationship, but they are in a secure mode, in a protective mode. It's like, I don't want three baby mothers. Okay. I don't want, you know, uh, that that's that's something that uh, they're saying that's their fear. Okay. Exactly. And so they, are you saying that they will continue to be in this relationship, like, even though they know it's not what they really want to do, but they don't want to break up their family and or branch out to other people and have multiple... Oh, that's oh I, wow. This is so easy. Go ahead. <laughs> well, 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 well not, like it's, it's pretty much like the mindset of how is this going to work out? Um, what happens if it does not work out and we have kids and next, you know, now I, I'm, I'm, I'm a single father. And now when I, someone else, now I'm about now I'm in another relationship and now I have two baby mothers, and that that's some something of I'm gonna say that's the I I, I don't want to say fear, Bro. but well, the, pretty, the, yeah. the, the, the reality is is like as guys we have a, we have to be as um, particular with who we talk to, like like everyone else, mm. and I think we have to be more yeah. particular with with that. I, I think um, uh-huh. we other times guys give us the hook of not being choosy. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that's kind of. I think we should be as we should be choosing also in terms of how we choose somebody to be with. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrap up. Yes, <laughs> condoms are yet available, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. available. Wrap up, wrap right. up into your into into the person is accepted. <laughs> right, because yeah. I feel like again in this day and age, like people is like dating somebody and they accidentally getting pregnant, and now y'all a family. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, what? Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, like. Like wrap up into your into and it's acceptable, like because like you don't know that per- you don't know you don't know that one. Yeah. you don't know the person mm-hmm. and everything, and like you don't want to stay with somebody for the kids. Well, that's the opportunity too, because that actually makes it worse for the kids. Right. 
because y'all not y'all not cool. The kids see y'all not cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's not making it better. So the reality is, is wrap up and don't don't take it off. Like vet the person the same way mm-hmm. as as everyone else. But like vet me like how's this person? What's going on? Like like vet do the whole vet process. Mm-hmm. Like analyze if this person is the same way they are right now. Would I still want to be with them? Is they never change? Is that <clears throat> yes? Is this someone I want raising my children? Is this someone I want to be tied to for the rest of my life? Because you know, do I, do I, do I like how they talk to me? Yes. Do I like how like like analyze that correctly? Yeah. Before you ever think of shooting up the club, like examine all those things and check off the appropriate boxes and make sure that that's in alignment. Because a baby can't be unborn once it's born. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. Whether you're in the baby's life actively or not in the baby's life actively, the baby is still there. It's still here. They're still a human. Mm-hmm. You still got to do some type of something. So it's like, mm-hmm. be responsible about bringing other humans into the world. Like, I think, you know, a lot of times men kind of are let off the hook of doing that because, you know, so in your royal oaks, blah, 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 blah. But there's a, th- those children are the collateral damage in the poor decisions that you make when you're having multiple baby mamas. And so while I don't, endorse like being staying in a toxic relationship with someone just because you have kids is like but did you do the appropriate vetting before it got there had to be some signs you know what i mean so i feel like if you're not happy in a situation as a guy with somebody just because you have kids move on if you want to but be very very cautious about how you do it and about potentially bringing more children into a situation Without properly vetting. Because, like, if you have kids, now you should probably do double the double mm-hmm. the person you come Right, because you got to make sure they do your, do your kids right. Yeah, the kids you have currently. Mm-hmm. And the kids are you. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, they'd be, really be better with our vetting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Agreed. Mm. Because the truth of the matter is this a woman can only get pregnant one time in the course of a year. Men can get about 30 people pregnant because all it takes is one sperm <laughs> to meet one egg. So they, listen, I have one two job. brothers that are hood twins, okay? Uh, two younger <laughs> brothers that are hood twins. <laughs> My father was out there in these streets and they're like six months apart in age. And it's just like, my God, what are we doing? But, you know, men can go out and just do whatever they want. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's how you see people with all these multiple kids because didn't what it do. So it's like you gotta be responsible with with that. Because if you having sex unprotected, children, children results many of the time. Yeah. You can't just be like, I love this girl. How how is this person relationship? How are we other relationship? How, how, how are we together? Yeah. Do I, do, do do how do we interact? Like, yeah. All, all that stuff that doesn't add up. Is this a person how, I want to do life with? Period. How does she feel about me? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You are doing is, time. Like, is this someone that gets along with my family? It, and sometimes people's families be toxic. Truth yo. Be but yeah. <laughs> is, it, is this yeah, someone yo. that has like yeah. good relations with like everybody <laughs> else in my life? Like, is this person like a, a organic part of my life in a way where I don't have to be like, well, I can go this place with it, but I can't go this place with it. You know, this like you got to really look at all those factors mm-hmm. because once you have kids with somebody, you are tied to them for the rest of your life. And like on the message of family, like if the um, if you have a spouse and they're not really cool with your family. How do you respond to that? Mm-hmm. Right? How how is that response? Because like everybody responds differently mm-hmm. to that. Right. Some are some people are like, all right, it's me and her against the world. Mm-hmm. Some are not. Right. <laughs> right. But you have to be honest about that too. Yeah. Yeah. About how how they respond to that. 
So like you have to be honest and like and based off of how the interaction with him. Like will you be with somebody who your family doesn't like? Yeah. If if if, if is that a yes or no? Some people will, some people will not. But it, it matters. Like it, it, and 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 this and the the problem is that like we have is there are no right or wrong answers to it. It's mm-hmm. just a preference. Right. There are no right or wrong answers to anything. Yeah, it's just, but just but just know if you have kids with somebody that your family not really feeling, they might not be feeling the kids either. Yeah. So now you just mm-hmm. created a whole correct. so like cluster of issues for no real reason. Like, it, mm-hmm. like marriage, yeah. is, there's a lot of not like right or wrong. It's mm-hmm. just how do y'all respond to it? Yeah. How do they work with you? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Y'all yeah. touched on. Uh, mm. <laughs> I got a little story for y'all actually off of that. Ooh. Let's go. Oh, let's little, go. Okay. Uh, just a little um, story so, time. As soon as you said that, <laughs> Rich, as soon as you asked that last question, I was like, I'm like, in my mind, I just heard this <clears throat> correcting me. Like, I don't know. I'm terrible. But, <laughs> 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 like, okay, yes, there are options. Use protection. Be celibate. Um, but I think that it's a very simple thing that is being overcomplicated because of a lack of self-control. Mm. Um, I knew a couple, very toxic, domestic violence type of situation. And when they were actually towards the end of their relationship, the girl got pregnant. And whereas she, you know, could have made a different decision because this was obviously a very toxic relationship. She chose to keep the child so that she could hold on to the man. Now let's move a few years forward because she couldn't do that. She's withholding that child from that man. Now look at what you're now you you're so um, resentful and so bitter that you can't even consider the life that you're now giving your child because of the decision that you made. Right. That's one case in point. Mm-hmm. Family member. You know, everybody got them crazy family members. <laughs> now, <laughs> one of my family members is like crazy, like pull up to the <laughs> pull up to the crib, mad loud, you mad rambunctious. You ain't seen him in a minute. Maybe he just got out. Like he got the gat in the bag. Like it's always something. He has a girlfriend. Okay, God bless your heart that you could come over here and deal with this family because <laughs> I... I don't know, sis. I really, I couldn't do it. <laughs> and then to find out this is one of the family members that likes to sow his oats. So he has a few kids. And then you find out he's still married to one of his exes. And so you, and like, and like on both parts, like as a man, like, why are you still married to a woman that you're not even with? And then you have a girlfriend, but why is your girlfriend uh, being with you when you married somebody else and y'all have kids together and now, this could just come out of nowhere and ruin everything y'all got because she's legally binded to him. Crazy. Okay. We got the other family member likes to sow his oats. His situation got so bad with the woman he was dealing with because he lacks discernment in the woman he chooses to deal with because he just thinks with his other head that she actually accused him of rape at one point because she was so angry with him. Wow. This is this is how nasty it gets when you just oh i i, I want to hump like <laughs> another another <laughs> another story a sister she's been with her boyfriend for like years and like her his family's like his like 
the female figures in his family stay coming for her like and i had like to talk to her like okay do you that you have to ask yourself though can you deal with this long term is this something you can handle without losing your mind mm-hmm. and if you really want to be in this relationship how are you going to deal with it yeah. me I'm, I'm petty too i'll teach i'm like okay so what you need to do if they're gonna keep coming for you you need to know how to hit them where it hurts too but you got to keep it classy okay that's i can't say and you know what i can't tell somebody that who's not that's not where they want to go where they want to do i'm gonna work mm-hmm. with you where you at in my right. mind i'm thinking you need to go on because that's i'm i'm over here single thing like i'm whatever i ain't gonna right. deal with it right. but maybe you really think you can work it out yeah. Bless well, you. You need, you need to learn Thank how you. to. You need to learn how to speak up for yourself too, like mm-hmm. to be in the situation and like just like thinking like, oh, I could be with somebody and their family like totally doesn't like me. And not to say that he doesn't stand up for her, but you know it bothers her. So mm-hmm. you you know you actually really have to be present. Like, okay, there's so many different factors mm-hmm. that are going to um, either uplift or hold down this relationship and you have to really figure out okay can I be in this for better or for worse Mm -hmm. and like you said like asking yourself is this type of woman I want to have my children with like you really got to be real with yourself and stop like staying with um people just because it's comfortable just because they're not a bad person the person who we often say oh they're not a bad person will ruin your life yeah because they're not a bad person, so you because you really don't know what people are capable of when mm-hmm. they're bitter or they're really angry or they're really upset. Like people will do some awful, awful things oh. when they're bitter and upset. A hundred percent. Like people will go there if they feel like they're hurt and they want to get back at you. They will do the most hurtful thing they can think of to get yeah. back at you. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's just like, stop being so quick to lay with someone just because there's a physical attraction, because just as fast as that physical attraction happened is just as fast as that could turn on you and ruin your life in ways that you could never imagine. And then now you hate men. Now you hate women. Everybody hates each other because you didn't take time to really mm-hmm. address the situation. The goal and so, is to not just I'm just going to, who can I deal with? The goal is, can I be happy? Yeah. Those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Not just, can I deal with this person for a couple of years? Right. Just, yeah, because I'm I a happy? dealer. Right. I could am deal. I actually happy? Like, if okay. you're not actually happy, like, don't, like, actually fight for your happiness. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And don't stop till you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Period. I can deal with a lot. I'll tell yeah. you that. But I'm not. Same I don't work at a casino. I'm not a dealer. Hey. But <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna work my way backwards. I'm gonna keep it real short. Um, you said homeboy took out homegirl, brought her flowers, treated her to dinner, and she said, Oh, basically, the way you said it, I felt like you were saying she said he not he's not toxic enough. Like, I need somebody, I need a rough neck. That's what I need somebody to punch me in the face, basically. I need to okay, so there's nothing to even talk about. She's toxic. You need to move on. That's not your problem that somebody else wants a problem. (laughs) Okay. Like okay. Like move on. Like get over her Mm -hmm. and get with the next one. Because what did you really build? You just took her out for one meal. So you spent what maybe a hundred dollars to figure out she's not all right. Right. Go back to work, get your bag right. up. And- what, what, what's worse, $100 or a whole baby? 
It's more than I'm saying, though, <laughs> exactly. like, you know how much diapers you yeah. I mean, If you're looking at it that way, $100 is nothing. It's really a small L to take for the long term. Like, you got to think about college savings. Like, I, well, you just got to be like, well, we could have had a baby. Well, I could have I could have married her and made a contract that it, it would cost me more to get out of. Like, you just got to, like, count your losses right. <laughs> and count your blessings and keep it moving. Like, if I got upset about if I was still holding on to the dude who met, forgot about my second date and then didn't bring me flowers to the next day and was late. Time out, you was going to make it up to me, but you didn't. Then I would just be upset about nothing. I'm just not going to talk to you. Obviously, you can't you know, do what you say you was going to do. That was, you see, he spent money to show me that he couldn't keep up with what he was going to do. So I'm really chilling like, <laughs> like I'm chilling like a villain. That was nothing. But if I had kept going, trying to say, oh, well, maybe it's not, maybe something little, like people need to pay attention to the little things because that's where it really starts. And so if you don't like something and it, it seems small, just think about how much bigger that can get the longer you spend your time there. Agreed. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm real quick, real quick, in and out. 12 to 15 hour work days. I I don't want to hear none of that because I was in college. I took like four or five prizes at one point. I was working. I was performing at shows. Um, I was Bob the Building, my ex-boyfriend. You know, the case in point is that people make time for what they want to make time for. (laughs) I was running myself raggedy. Right. But because I felt like what I was doing was important, you know, what for better or worse, you know, like I've always been a person. I can do a million things. People know me. I'm, they know I'm Jamaican because I'm always doing something. Girl, you just was working there. Yeah, I quit. Girl, you was just doing that. Yeah, I'm done with that. Like I move on to the next. Like I don't have time to waste. So, you know, like me, I, you know, I care when I give you my time because I, I do so many things, but that doesn't mean that I don't have time for you. That right. means I have to make time for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's it. I feel that. It. I like that. I like that. That's oh, that's a that's yeah. boss gem. That's a boss yeah. gem right there. Let's go, yeah. phonetic. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a, I resonate with that. Okay, come on, hot fire. <laughs> All right, anybody else? <laughs> I'm gonna leave anybody it there. Else? Come on, TC, Elon. I have, uh, I have one quick question. How do you guys handle jealousy in a marriage? No one here is jealous. Oh, no. cut that real quick. Like, nobody is jealous. You cut that down real quick. No, no. but we're not though. Like, <laughs> pe- uh-huh. people who know us know what time it is. So, like, uh-huh. we and we both know what time it is as a couple. Like, we've had this conversation on our podcast and just as ourselves it's, individually. It's ex- it's ex- being jealous exhausting. It really is. It really is. You are creating whole storylines in your head off of what you thought may have happened. Have the mental bandwidth to do all that. I really don't. I can't do it. Yeah. I'm like, unless I see something in my face directly that's like, this is this is something that's a glaring problem. I'm not gonna take one phone call or one one-off situation that oh he doing something, he doing something, whatever, whatever. But this, this is this is important. We like we have made we always make sure to do things to make sure that their person is comfortable. Yes. Yeah. So it's not just like not jealous and that's nothing happens. Right. Uh, I, I always say um, for me it is my objective and my responsibility to run away <laughs> to make sure nothing happens. Mm. Meaning 
I don't want to put myself in any situation that might even look unacceptable. And that is important because, and like, like I remember, like, like if you're if, if I'm at Matt, Matt work and like woman's like I brought you lunch, I'm like nah, don't do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. Because, like, I don't want to even give you the possibility that, no. Right, because if, if we're out at a work yeah. function and one of his co-workers hits me, you know, I bring your husband lunch every day, do you? Yeah. Now we have a problem. Yeah. Me and him have a problem, me and you have a problem. It's, like, so it's, it's just, everyone has problems. Do not create scenarios. Yeah, yeah. And everything, like, yeah. and, and, and if, you, if you're uncomfortable with it, something that your spouse might be doing, Say you're uncomfortable with it, and it's yeah. okay to say you're uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. That doesn't mean you're jealous to be uncomfortable with something that happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meaning, um, I think um, when she first started started um, working one job, she was like my work husband. I was like, nah, shut that down. Remember, we picked me up from work. We were in the car, and like it was, it's a guy. Like me and the guy are still friends to this day. We right. started, he's cool. He's right. cool. We started the job at the same time on the same day, so we went through the whole process together. So you know when you have that kind of work bond with somebody, like you know, it was just like a little joke. Like we would go hang, like we would go have lunch together, <clears throat> whatever. But it was never that type of party, like at all. And I remember making that joke. He was like, "I'm gonna need you to relax." <laughs> and like he got so serious when he said it I was like I had never seen him respond that way before about me make like anything to like Marcus never cared that I had guy friends or anything like that but when I said work husband he was like come on your own sis um a title because people do take that work husband work wife thing yeah. to the next level and yeah. I was like you take the next level number one and when you keep saying it in your mind it comes a little different yeah yeah and I was like don't yeah. take them words off your mouth yeah <laughs> y'all can be friends cool I'm not Cool, I'm cool. You're being friends. Like, take that, take that work husband out of Right. <laughs> like, don't, don't even say those words. I was like, you got it, Betty. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Like, like I don't think Mark and I are like jealous people by nature. That's why I kind of was like, mm-hmm. no, we, we not those type of people. Like, we know what we have, and we both know that we don't want to ruin that off of some like momentary nonsense. Like, and I also think I'm oblivious too. Cause Mark be like, oh, people be checking for you. I'm like, where? No one's, no one's checking for me. And he'd be like, oh, that person was flirting with you. I'm like, were they? I didn't catch it. And so it's mm-hmm. like, for me, I think I always have to kind of be like mindful of like, what is this person thinking that this means? Like, and I'm also like a touchy person. Like, so when I laugh, I'll do like this. And so I have to be mindful. Like, if I'm talking to a man and I do that, I'm like, you think I'm not now because that's not even what's going on here. And I don't want Mark to be uh, comfortable if he sees me doing something. Like that, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that we we have that sort of like, yeah. What you doing? What you doing? What's up yeah. that type but of type of vibe? It's important to like be mindful of your actions mm-hmm. and how things look. Yeah, because you you, you just you just never want to be in a position where you put your spouse in an uncomfortable situation, right? Or or them feeling uncomfortable, right? And I think and I think part of what kind of keeps jealousy off the table for us as a couple is that we both agreed that infidelity is a deal breaker. Like infidelity is something that would cause us to go our separate ways. So because we both agree that that's the case, we both will not do anything to try to cause there to be questions or for jealousy to be brought up because we know this is something where we draw a hard line at as a couple. So I think that also helps us kind of and we, keep things from going down that road. And, and we like the dynamic relationship. No matter what, no matter what anybody says, mm-hmm. any form of cheating changes the, the dynamic of yes, yes. 
It is. Yeah. Even it if it's like, yeah, like even if it's like, you know, people be like, oh, well, it was just an emotional affair. Oh, it was just talking. Like once the trust is broken, it's broken forever. Forever. You can go to counseling, you can yeah. do all these things. You might operate in a different space and you might find a way to deal with it differently. Yeah. So it would never be the same. Yeah. yeah. It might be a different way you deal with it. Yeah. But it's never, it's never the same thing. It's always hanging. Yeah. It'll, yeah. it'll never be in the same form it was. Yeah. And so I think because we're trying to preserve that like dynamic, we don't want to do anything that will even throw that off. So I think we're both very mindful of, of not being in situations or putting ourselves in situations or doing stuff that would create jealousy, which then creates questions, which then ruins the dynamic. Okay. Sorry, Diamond. One more thing. I am curious. What are, you, what are your guys' signs? I'm just curious. I'm an Aquarius. Cancer. Okay. Oh, oh, what's what's up? Up? Oh, yeah. Cancer. 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 Okay. Who's a cancer? Like, well, oh. Ordinarily, this cancer. is a work as a combo. Yeah. I was going to say that. It's like a no. transparent. But, but, but you know what it yeah. is? I yeah. think it's because he's the least emotional cancer I've ever met in my life. Like, they always make jokes about how cancer men are mad emotional and be crying a lot. Not him right here. This dude is stone. You need to teach me your ways. Stone. Maybe I am. Stone. <laughs> Like he's, meaner than, he's meaner than me, and I'm supposed I, to be the mean one. I ain't not mean. A mean one. Because <laughs> Aquarius is not the mean one. Aquarius, Aquarius is so cool. Like, no, we're great, but people don't feel that way. They feel that we're very detached as people. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. I can <laughs> like, I have feelings. I care about things. But it's like, I think the thing with Aquarius is that people feel we're cold and detached. It's like, once we exit something or we're over something, we no longer give a damn when we're serious about that. Like, we don't mm-hmm. care anymore. Like, the door is closed. It's canceled. Like, end of discussion. Like, Jesus would have to tell me to entertain the situation again. And I would still be like, really? <laughs> like, that, that's how hard we are about <laughs> And so it's like, I think that's why people think we're mean. Because we just be like, nah, I'm good on that. And we mean it. And we stay that way. Uh, but I think our dynamics, it just, it just works. I don't know why. I think it's because, <laughs> I think it's honestly because, like, Mark is Mark is a very level-headed kind of person, and he's very logical. Like I'm like I'm a type of person that when I have to make a decision and it's a hard decision, I'm like, but it's going to affect everyone, and this one's going to be this, and this one's going to be that, and he's like, okay, but do you still have to make a decision, yes or no? So it's like there's a balance we have that that, that somehow. Yeah, like I've, I've dated other Aquariuses. Bad idea. Don't do that. Would not recommend. Leave, uh, apparently Aquarius can vibe well with other Aquarius is Gemini's and Libras. Zero out of ten stars. Would not recommend. Um, no, no, no. Every astrology thing said we don't work out. Yeah, every, all the astrology things like they never put it together. They're like, I mean, y'all could date, but like, did you get a full natal chart reading though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yeah. Don't get me started. 
<laughs> if somebody else I see your face, it's just like, hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm at Aries. I love astrology too. So don't, also, don't get me started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I felt it in your spirit too before you put up your Instagram name. I was like, she was like, I don't have patience. I was like, Aries. <laughs> you know, Aries are some interesting folks. Like, I like y'all as people, but y'all just, y'all just be doing. Oh, I agree. I yeah, Aries be giving a lot of smoke, and I'm like, wow. Oh, are you ready for the static? Oh, like, like they, they, they already with the static, and I'm always like, so you want to relax or or not? Tell you something about Aries. No. Aries. Aries are the biggest Twinkies out there. They act like they're all tough. Once you get to know them, they're mad soft. No, they're mad soft. <laughs> yeah, they, That's they how they present themselves. Yeah, my cousin mm-hmm. and my mother are both Aries, and like they'll say something, like really like piercing, and they literally like, yeah. like, I'm, like sorry. I'm sorry, he's like, like, he's talking, you talking? Let's take my last. I mean, I took it too far. My bad, my bad. It's like no, 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 no. And I, yeah, I can't, I can't really talk about that. Y'all, y'all coolest people. Y'all coolest people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really get with Virgos though. They're not for me as a person. So not Virgos. They're okay. very not Virgos. I don't even get outside all that. <laughs> nah, they just they just I don't yeah, they they just they work on my nerves in a special way. They do work on my nerves in a special way, but I really try to um talk to God because my mother is still my mother, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I understand though, like, like I'd be like, I feel like I'm in a chokehold when I'm talking to you. Because <laughs> I'm never wrong, that's why. Like never, ever, and never she's Jamaican. Wrong. So, like, imagine a Jamaican Virgo. Oh, that's a combo. <laughs> <laughs> not just a Virgo. That's, that's a that's that's number five. Go with that. Go with that. Go with that. My mom was a Capricorn Trinidadian. Mm. Went to the army. Mm. I have a Capricorn <laughs> baby, so I mean, yeah. And my sister's a Capricorn. Mm. Like, we too similar as signs, and so I think we need we need distance. We can't we can't all be together. Because Capricorns always think they're right and Aquarians always think they're right. Exactly. Capricorns right. always want to be the leader. They yeah. always want to be the leader. Always want to be everything. everything. They don't know how to follow nothing. Mm-hmm. They're the boss of everything. Yep. Like, well, it's like with Capricorns, I look at them, I say, I see you Tuesday and I see you some other time. I'm good. Like that's yeah. it. <laughs> but listen, they, they, I appreciate them on a team though because they're very pragmatic. Ooh, yeah. Like, they get to the nitty gritty yeah. of like yes. what needs mm-hmm. to be done mm-hmm. very quick. Like on a group project, they while everybody else is like, oh, I think maybe the Capricorns like, look, what the instructions say, what points we need to touch, mm-hmm. how are we gonna get there? So I appreciate that part about them. But they don't but know how to turn Sometimes you need one. And it's so, 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 how, how do we feel about Sagittarius? How do we feel about them? Y'all, whoever is Sagittarius, y'all stay oh, high. Don't why. even know who y'all are. <laughs> I'm we can keep up with you guys. He's over here trying to get assessments. Like, so what do y'all think about me? What do we think about me? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know if this is true about you, but my personal feelings about Sagittarius, I'm a person that gets a very good read on people very quickly. The Sagittarius people I know, they still showing me their representative, and I've known them for years. And that weirds me out. Sagittarius people are very good at concealing a lot of things. I think they just feel like you know something, and you'd be like, "Wait, that's true." I don't really know nothing though. They they're very like only very select people be know anything about them. Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. just their nature is is strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think their symbol is the arrow, and 
Am I bugging? Is yeah, is, is there some, some aspect of their yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, if you think about like so. shooting a bow and arrow, you have to really be kind of like tuned into the focus to really like see your target. And so yeah. I think mm. they just have a yeah. they have a very they have a very precise focus. Like this guy mm. knows a Sagittarius, and ever since I've known her, she's just always been a very focused person. It's true. Like she has a goal, she sees it. She it's doesn't true. see anything else. Tunnel This is what it's I'm true. focused on. And, yeah. and I and I love that because that level of discipline is really admirable. But I think it can also make people feel isolated from them, whereas it's like, okay, but who are you? Right. I know right. your goals. Right. I know what you want to accomplish, but right. who are you? But who are you? And, and yeah. you're right, because all the Sagittarius I know happen to be Jamaican. And they're all um, <laughs> very like, one's an engineer, one's a nurse, one's uh, a linguist. And they're very focused on that goal. And like you, what you know about them is about that goal. But like when you mm-hmm. be like, what I know about you, like for real, for real. Yeah. Like it's like, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure. And you know what? They, they're, I know their planet is Jupiter. And like, that's the planet that's like about like, I don't know. I think like expansion. So they, life. Yeah. Like, like they 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 kind of like embellish stuff like they, it has to be like grandos like it has to be like above and beyond like i don't know like they 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 can tell a story but like embellish it a lot because they want to like i don't know the shock value i don't know that's that's something i know about them too so yeah and they're like yeah. wild and crazy people which is i mean which is cool it's just fun but you know they wild and crazy so. <laughs> yeah i think they just tend to identify themselves with their goals okay that makes and, sense. To me. Um, yeah, when it comes to Jupiter, Jupiter is like the planet that lets you know, like, okay, this is where your gifts are. And so that makes sense that Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter because they're so focused on what their gift is and harnessing that gift, okay. which makes sense because the Capricorn comes after and whatever the Capricorn is good at, the Capricorn can get really stuck on and obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm hmm. Um, is there any other marriage questions you reference? Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I was, I was, I, I was gonna say I, I know Nairon, but but I, I know we pressed on time. We definitely pressed on time. Then I want to get his question off. What do you want to know? Why are you doing okay, that? So, oh, okay, so if we, if we got, listen, I'm going to just let everything flow now. We, we just want to make sure all the questions get answered. Yeah, we'll, 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 okay. we'll, we'll, do, we'll do his for the last question. Okay, all right. All right. I'll, take, I'll do the last question. And it's a very simple Wait, question. Shot. I, I, got, I got another question, too. But Okay, Diamond will have the last question. So, then I want to so, 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 you guys have been together, married and dating in, in totality, how long? 11 years. How's the sex after 11 years? Oh, my God. You're I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Don't leave the room. Don't leave. <laughs> this y'all man. Y'all in my name. Don't leave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know this guy. I've oh, there's no build-up to that question just now. This you just the first did it. Time. 20 years don't build a world, though, kid. My God, you got to give folks warning. I wasn't ready. I'm like, where's this going? Like, you just do it out there. Like, how is the sex? I believe uh, you. Like, no, I'm fine. I just didn't expect that. I was like, whoa, hey. I was expecting that. <laughs> um, I think I think we've gotten to a comfortable pace, I guess. Like a comfortable pace. Like have you I, after loving years, you guys get bored? Like, or? I was gonna ask that question actually in, about bored. Like in the beginning, when you're dating somebody, like you have sex all the time. Like, because what else are you doing? This is a fun time. At some point, like, you know, life happens, you're working, you got a kid, and so it just changes. Like, we still very much enjoy 
having sex with one another. But like, and it's great. I think we we find ways to switch it up, to please each other, to try different things, whatever the case is. But it's like, would I like to do it every day? Sure. Is that practical? No. It's just it's just not realistic. So 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 if there are down periods, how do you guys get back okay. on track? If there are down periods, how do you guys get back on track? You made it sound like a computer system shut down. <laughs> yeah, for real, like it's Windows 8. How do you reboot the sex life? Well, many times we'll have a conversation like, this has not happened before. <laughs> so it, 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 it's kind of like an effort to do it because like like i said before it was kind of when you when you when you were younger and we were like single together it's kind of like when you see each other at all times ready at all times let's go <laughs> when you're but like after your um after your nine you have kids and everything like that you're like you're focused on so many things and now you just be tired right so like you literally have to like you, you got to put forth extra effort to do it, right? You want to make sure that like your boss are satisfying relationship. So like it's kind of like even though either one is tired, you just keep trying. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember I used to hear people say you should schedule sex, and I was like, that's the ghetto. Why do something like that? But, like, <laughs> like it sounded super corny to me. But now I'm like, as we're older and like doing a lot more in life and time being less. We don't schedule it. Available. We don't schedule it, but it's just kind of like, I know in my head I'll be having certain times in my head I'm like, okay, nothing's going to be going on at this time. Maybe we can get something in. Because it's just like, it just... Yeah. And if one person is um, is ready, the other person... You know, I'd be dying to learn. You be making it seem like I'd be accosting you. That is not true. You can say <laughs> You can say no. <laughs> I don't appreciate you that like that. You can say no. I can into no sex. You can just be like, I can respect you in your body. I can do that. Make it be kind of no more than I'm like, no, don't do that. Okay, you so after eleven years, so after eleven years, if you had to give your sex life a grade, what would you give it? It's an A. Yeah. Like I'm getting my life. Oh, an A. That's we know what the other person likes and we know how to how to get them where we want them to go and so it's like which comes with communication also exactly which comes with communication you should, you should have the conversation yeah but like hey what, what do you mm. like don't, don't just don't just do stuff without having a conversation what, would you, what do you actually like like because you you don't want to be you know just out here thinking you getting to something and you're not getting to nothing because nothing nothing's getting got. If you have to ask the question, did you? You already know the answer. What you asking? Man? Come on, don't hurt uh, yourself. You already know. Don't do that. Don't hurt yourself. So, the answer is no. The answer is no. And you already know that. So just don't. Let's not play our thing. So I think I think you know it's it's about you know knowing what works for you. And being constantly in communication about like, okay, like we're not as young anymore. So some of the foolishness that we used to do when we were like ten years ago, we can't do that no more. We oh, we don't put some weight on. Like you just gotta come on. <laughs> it's it's super fun to think about. Like and you know like I, honestly, I think you you just gotta you just gotta be adventurous and just try like there's it's never too late to try stuff. I feel like and it's like oh we've never done that before. Let's try that. 
And I mean, even a change in location makes such a difference. Like home sex is totally different from hotel sex because you just you just be at the people place acting up, doing all types of stuff. <laughs> but it's like we're at home in our child's home. We can't be out here just doing all. You gotta chill. You gotta you know, press the button a little bit. But when you're alone on vacation, you in a, in a new place, doing new stuff, drinking a little bit, like it's just a different experience. So it's like sometimes you gotta change the location to amp up the experience a little bit. So it's just kind of like being, I think, again, going back to what Mark said about communication, like being open to being like, okay, this works, this doesn't work, let's try something new. But it's like, I feel like we have to make it work because we're not breaking up. Like, we're doing this till the wheels fall off. Let's figure it out. Like, we don't don't have room for the sex life to go to garbage because, like, the minute the sex life goes to garbage, that's honestly when other people start looking really appealing. And, uh. and you have like because here's the thing like let's just be fully honest like when you think about the concept of having sex with the same person for 11 years it sounds awful that's like, why I was shocked when I said yeah. you gave it an like, A it, like objectively you gave it an A after 11 years I'm like really? Like, after, you, your friend leaves your you, you gotta find things you gotta you know you gotta like send sexy sex you gotta wear certain outfits around that like you just gotta do certain stuff to like let your partner know that you're interested <laughs> because because it's very easy to kind of take the person for granted and just kind of be like they're here. So it's like it's, you got to make a concerted effort to let the person know that you still find them attractive, that you still find them interesting because it's very easy to neglect that with everything else going on. And it's like if we're not breaking up, we got to figure out how to continue to be exciting to one another. Otherwise, he gonna start like we both have eyes. We're not checking for nobody else, but mm-hmm. we both have eyes. Like, we make this joke all the time. Neither one of us is the other's type. At all. For, like, this is what we mean. This is what I mean. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I understand that. Do you change well, wigs so he can feel like he's having sex with someone else? Well, these wigs be off. Uh, <laughs> no, these wigs be off. You know what? No, no. Oh, the wig be off. The wig be off. You get, it's, it's a bonnet up here. Okay? Sometimes it's <laughs> whatever. The bonnet sex. I love it. We all have, like, some, some like, at some point, like, we have this, like, we have created this ideal uh, look of what our ideal spouse would look like and everything mm. um, in terms of looks, height, uh, height, facial hair, skin color. We, yeah, we, we have like a lot of it. Mm. Before she um, she knew me, before she met me, her ideal person was someone who was dark skin. Was, was not me. <laughs> like, Kofi Cerebral, Idris Elba, like, uh, like that, like, chocolatey. That is not what. <laughs> yeah, that is not who he is. I'm brown skin. I am not. I can see the interest Elba in you, sir. I can see the interest Elba. I see a little bit. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, like, he likes, like, the straight from the motherland, thick chocolate girls. That's like we know that these are what we find attractive because that's what we put in our heads. So like we've been to functions where it's been like, oh, I see you over there, I see you over there. Because we know we know we added like when we went to the Nigerian Day Parade, we was both over there like, well, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> His type is there, my type is great. It's a good time. We're not going home with none of those people, but we can see them and appreciate it. And so it's like... like and mm-hmm. just to point out, like, you don't stop looking. Yeah, your eyes don't stop working. You, 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 don't, st- you don't, like, lose attraction to everybody else. No, like, that's not how that's not it works. Because they be fine-ass people on the street sometimes. It's just true. It is what it is. But it's like... like but you, I, I just recognize those. I know she's attractive. 
But she's playing with him. Right, exactly. Like, I'm like, I know he thinks she's cute, but we leave it together, so it's whatever. Like, this is, we can look. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm not saying be weird, be awful, be whatever, but it's like accepting that. Because I think a lot of people go into relationships and marriage thinking, my partner's only ever going to see me. And you about to hurt your own feelings when you mad that they see you. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. You set yourself up for failure. <laughs> While you're part, I think he's handsome as fuck. I part of my language. I'm gonna curse here. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he thinks I'm beautiful. He tells me that all the time. But we also know we're not the only handsome, beautiful people in the world. We both see other people, and so it's just like, okay, that's cool. But we know what we got over here, and that's not worth what we got over here. So you know, I think I think mm-hmm. that's really it. Well, honestly, I commend you guys for having an A after 11 years. That was a, I honestly, when, when you said I wasn't looking for an objective response, so if you can give it an objective A, that's like an applause, you know? Oh, it's, it's, guys, listen, like, we, 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 we have, listen, like I said, we're here for the long haul, so we got, we got to make this work until our stuff don't work no more. Like, that's really, that's <laughs> really what For better or worse. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because the minute you start being like, I don't really, I don't really, outside stuff starts looking attractive. It, that's just what it is. I think that's primarily why people be out here in these streets. I mean, sometimes, you know, just people are selfish and they're just greedy. They ain't no problems in their life at home. But I feel like for a lot of people, if they feel unsatisfied in their sex life, other people start looking attractive. Yeah. Like, even I'm, more so. I'm, I'm of the belief that knowing most people don't never go into something I'm about to change. No, I would believe that that's, that's never the I, I think things just, most of the time things things just happen. Yeah, like if you're if you feel like you're sexually unfulfilled in your relationship and you know you're entertaining, flirting, you're doing certain things, eventually it's going to lead down that path of you getting intimate with somebody physically because that's something that you're lacking in your household and y'all not communicating or making the necessary it's not, steps to fix that. It's, not, it's never it's never like an intentional right. I'm I'm about to shoot this person. Yeah, but it's never. Right. But it's like, there's a need not being met, and now I'm going to do something to meet it. So, yeah. All right. Um, all right. Any last questions, anyone, before I ask mine? Diamond, we have two questions on Facebook. Okay. Really? We really okay, do? Ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have two questions on Facebook? Hold yes, on for do. a second. Okay. All right. I'm Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. Uh... All right, just give me a second. What's the question, Cece? One is, what is your take on respect and insecurities? Well, versus respect insecurities. versus insecurities. My bad. Respect versus insecurities. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to what, what? formulate the con- the context of the question. I'm trying to versus. Um, respect is always important. I, I, I'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, respect is always important for your spouse at all times. Um, you, have to, you have to respect um, them. Mm-hmm. You have to respect their um, intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to respect their ability to solve things on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking to somebody before about like if someone's like upset or something, and they're like, "All right, I'm trying to let me. Um, I'm thinking this through myself. Give them respect to thinking through themselves. Mm-hmm. Respect them to like I'm letting you figure this out on your own." Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to. You don't. You don't always have to know. You're not in control of when someone tells you something. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't want to tell you yet, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can like if, if they if they like have an issue, like all right, 
I'll I'll wait till you're ready to tell me because mm-hmm. we have the conversation. Right. Because sometimes people are not ready for it. So mm-hmm. like it's 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 just respect for them as a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in terms of like I guess respect of a person's insecurities, like kind of understanding how to not like like Mark said, be in certain situations or do certain things that will potentially trigger those insecurities. If they've expressed to you that this is an insecurity, this is something they're working on, this is something that's bothering them, kind of doing what you can, not contorting yourself into a pretzel, of course, but kind of being aware of that and and trying to make the person feel more secure and, and, and not as worried about, you know, whatever. But not downplaying the insecurity or making it like it's, a, oh, that's just in your head, that's not real, whatever the case is. Like acknowledging it, trying to see and talking to the person about what you can do to help, like, eliminate this insecurity on your end. But, like, I think ultimately it's still on the person with the insecurity to kind of figure out where it comes from and how they can, yeah. like, work it out on their on their own end to not be a detriment to the relationship. Yeah, and I've said it before. It's on both parts. It's on, yeah. it's on the party who's feeling insecure. Mm-hmm to let the person know there's not insecurity mm. and to also try to understand that the person might not be intently trying to hurt you. Right. It's also on the person, the other um, person in the relationship to try to not feed into their insecurity. Right. Because or throw it in their face or use it against them in an because argument. Because or... you probably care for the person. Right. You don't want them to be in pain. Yeah. Emotion is not. Whatever. What's the second question? TC. I'm getting back up. <clears throat> what are their love languages and did they learn them about each other as soon as they started dating? Not as soon, but we did learn it really. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and, and they've changed. Yeah. I think the way I show love is words of affirmation and um, gifts. And it's how, I, it's how I receive as well. But I think before it was words of affirmation and like quality time or something like that were mine. But over time, they've shifted to I give and receive um, <clears throat> affirmation and gifts. Yeah. And mine is um, acts of service and physical touch. And um, I, I show through both things. So what's important is when you realize those things is even though my love language is acts of service, I like doing things for her and everything. Mm-hmm. So she might take some of it, but I also have to make sure I give her words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. It's important I do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know um, if anybody else feels this way as a poet, right? I feel my, my issue as a poet is that, like, I'm always worried about, like, okay. trying to be too creative that my words are ingenuine. <laughs> Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I feel that. Yeah. It's like, because when you write a poem, sometimes you're trying so hard to be creative and like put the metaphors together, similes, trying to like piece stuff together, that sometimes it takes the heart out of it because you're trying so hard to be lyrical and everything. So like, so words have always been like, I always, I was trying, I was trying to do action instead of words. I'm always worried about coming off as like ingenuine with mm-hmm. my words mm-hmm. because like. I, cause, because, like, especially in the midst of when I used to write all the time, I'm like, oh, I can write all the time. I can do words all the time. So, like, I don't know how, let me, my, my genuine thing is something I don't do all the time. 
Right. <laughs> it's not my words. Right. So, but like, but she still, her love language is words of affirmation. So I have, so like, when I give her words, it's never poetic. <laughs> it's just genuine. It's just talk. Because mm. <laughs> I, because like, I don't want to, I don't want to come up as like I'm just trying to make an art piece. I'm just talking to you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to, mm-hmm. a, I'm not trying to do it. I'm just trying to talk to you. So like, that's, that's, yeah, that's my best way of expressing words. Um, and like I, and, and when people always talk about like um, gifts. They think it's like big gigantic gifts. No, it's just little, it's just show that you care. Mm-hmm. Show that you understand that mission was like she likes Snickers. So I get, I get a bag of snippets. <laughs> and I'm happy with that. I'm thrilled. I'm like, woo! <laughs> so, it's, it's not about like spending money. Yeah, like it's not like, oh, you gotta go buy me a fur, although I will take a fur if you do want to yeah. want to procure one. That's that's fine with me. I will, I will gladly accept it. Yeah. No, I understand. I just want you to know. Yeah. I was just giving you a I just want to reaffirm. But I was saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, for me, words of affirmation, Mark does not receive love in words of affirmation. Like, I don't know why he doesn't trust words. But like I'd be like, oh my god, I think you're so great as a poet. Yeah, because I know I've seen poets just write anything and they don't feel anything. Right. So (laughs) I feel like they're just mad creative and it's not like so. It's like (laughs) words are just don't do much. Yeah, like so. Is that does that make sense? I don't know if it really makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, like because poets are twisted like that. Yeah, we we have a problem. Yeah, gotta go to There's a special branch for y'all. But like, I'll be like, oh my God, I think you're so handsome. I think you're so amazing. He's just kind of looking at me like, okay, girl. But it's like, <laughs> I, I I found a way to kind of do it where like my gifts are also an act, of, an act of service. So like, if I notice or he mentions, oh, you know, I need some new shoes or I need some new whatever. Like, I love buying people gifts. I love showing love through gifts. Like that makes me so happy. So like, I remember one year, like, I think your jacket, something was wrong with your jacket or something like that. And for Christmas, I bought him like a new jacket and he was so excited not because of the gift because he mark does not care about his gift he does not like it and i've accepted it he just does not care like i like giving gifts and i'll still keep doing it because i like doing it but he does not care but because that gift was like it was solving a problem for him because acts of service is about like making life easier for your partner and solving a problem for them so he appreciated that appreciated that much more because it was something that was solving a problem for him. Like I took something off his hands that he didn't have to do anymore. Because instead of him now looking for a coat, he now has one. He doesn't have to take the time to go do that. And so it's like, I think I've tried to find ways to incorporate his um, his love languages into how I express. Like I'm not a touchy person at all, but Mark likes the physical touch. So I'd be like, all right, we can cuddle, we can hold hands, we can do that. It's not my idea of a good time by any stretch of the imagination. I don't like anybody on my physical touch has went down a lot. But it's go- he's worked it out to a level where we can be okay. Yeah. Because when we first started, they, like, his family calls him the human blanket because, like, he literally just, like, drapes himself on you, like, oh, my God, and will just stay there. And I'm like, dude, off. <laughs> off. The funny thing is, my physical touch has went down a lot since, like, having a daughter because she does a lot. Nah, she's very touchy. <laughs> my daughter, very touchy. My daughter is... But she's three, and she's adorable. Yes, but it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of touching that happens. A lot of touching that happens. And for me, I think because physical touch is one of your love language, I've had to kind of be like, he wants to hug me because he wants to show me he loves me. And I just have to be okay with it. I just have to be like, okay, just breathe through it. And not not like it's repulsive to me. I just, I didn't grow up. No, 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 no. But I'm trying to explain it. Like, I didn't grow up in a family that was touchy. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's an, it was an adjustment for me. 
to be comfortable with somebody that wants to like hug me or hold my hand all the time because that's just not the type of yeah yeah my my, my dad is also a big yeah. but I, it's but not I, something I'm accustomed to yeah like she she she, she um, found her father yeah I found my father like recently like, like I didn't grow up with him. like you found father like three years ago yeah like three years ago that's why I was gonna say it was more but it was like three years ago so like yeah like touch is just not a thing that we do. So I think for me, I've had to kind of be like, this is the way he shows love. I need to be open. Yeah, I need to be I love how that comes full circle because it's like your physical touch used to be like, I will F you up. Now it's like, okay, I need to receive your hug. I do. I do. You have come so far and I don't even know. Yes. Yet, yes. Thank you. Thank you. She gets it. She gets it. She gets it. Yes. I see you. <laughs> you can jello. Okay. Um, is that is that all of the questions, TC? Yes, sir. Okay, because yes, I'm I'm seeing it now. Wow, this is wow. This was a very popular uh, <laughs> episode. Wow. Um, is it phonetic? Um, Elon, any last questions? I'm always full of questions, but I'll keep them to myself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh Tease, any last questions? Okay. Um so TC, we good on anybody else on Facebook asking questions, right? That's it, we good. All right, we good? All right. So the last all right, so what we're gonna do is um my last question. so this is the last question, and then after that, you yeah, you two are gonna do your final thoughts and then give out your you know, your social media and and how can people reach you? So, um, what is unconditional love? And talk about how your partner, talk about what, what are things that people can do for your partner of you doing things of they do not deserve and talk about insecurities and also my man metapoetic um a lot of questions that's not one question sir you did not advertise that correctly that was about and we're not doing insecurities anymore but you're gonna rephrase that whole thing I'm done. Okay, okay, okay. All right. TC you know, left the building. TC keep doing it. I don't know why he's doing that. <laughs> um, so, what was the first part? Um, um, unconditional love. Unconditional love. Okay. Um, I think what you're trying to go with was like, I think, I always say relationships are not 50-50. Relationships or a hundred of <laughs> Because when you say 50-50, it means I'm giving 50, waiting for 50 to come back. Right? You give your all to the relationship, and they give their all to the relationship. Trust, you, you, you trust that they're going to give their all to mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of where, where, that, where that comes in. Because, like, I'm giving my all to do it because I trust that they're going to protect my heart. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, I'm not worried about giving my love um, without restraint and it being hurt because she's gonna she's gonna be thanked to me because that being hurt. So I think that that is the best scenario. Like you, you give you give a you can always give one hundred percent of everything. Mm. You don't just give halfway and wait for the other person to give half. Mm. 
you give 100% into 100 of yourself into your relationship, and she gives 100% into, into yours. Um, I unconditional love in a relationship con- context kind of troubles me a little yeah. bit I, 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 I because I feel like people kind of try to utilize it in a way to just kind of cover like overall bad behavior and make it, you know, like if you really love me, you would know how to get over this or you would know. And it's like, no, no, no. Love is something I feel that is and should be conditional because it's, it's an emotional transaction that you're making. If someone is habitually line stepping over your boundaries and you know, disrespecting the emotional output that you're that you're giving, you do have the right to make that love conditional and be like, I'm not going to keep extending this love to you if I feel like it's not going to be respected, reciprocated, appreciated, whatever the case is. So I kind of feel like unconditional love is something I'm a little uncomfortable with as a concept within the concept of within the confines of relationship because I feel like people want to use it as a get out of jail free card to just kind of do whatever, but this person loves me anyway and they should love me flaws and all blah, 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 blah. Like, but people have the right to say, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Love, and love. it doesn't mean that they don't really love you or any of that. They just have boundaries and they have the right to establish them and maintain them as they see fit. The, the reality is, even though we have been saying it, love is not really a feeling. Love is not an emotion. Love is an action. That's love is fact. always been an action. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning, I know I love you because I'm doing actions to show it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know you love me because of the actions you're doing to, to show it. Love. Yeah. That is what you love is. Love yeah. is the action of right. I'm showing this love. Yeah. And if you're doing actions that are dishonoring that, yeah. I as the person now have the option to choose not to do the action <clears throat> to give you the impression that how this, this is just a free I don't feel your love. I don't think you love me because your actions you're showing are showing that you do not love me. Right. Because love is an action. It's not just a feeling. Right. Feeling is just indigestion. Yeah. <laughs> love, love is an action. I'm showing, yeah. I'm doing this out of love. This is my action of it. Right. I say, I love you. Great. I'm showing by this. Right. That's how I know I love you because it's the action. Right. It, 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 there's no love without action. Hey. What was the second part of the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not do that. That's it. That's it. Um, final thoughts, and then we'll get your social media. Um, yeah, I, I, I marriage is awesome. It's great. Um, like I, I, I think it's, it's great. I, I think it's, it's great when you have the right person. I, I, I've seen people like. <laughs> It is important to have a... Um, I understand why people want a marriage to look up to. Mm-hmm. I understand why people want that. Because they, they, they want to see, like, how does that work. But just understand that, like, all marriages are built different. Because mm-hmm. the two people in them are built different. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is... You marry your relationship based off of who the person you're with. Like, that, that is how you create it. Don't don't really base off your actions based off how someone else acts in their relationship. Mm-hmm. You base yourself off of you and that person, y'all, y'all together. Mm-hmm. You'll figure how to make it work together. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you can't. But it's not based on anybody's relationship with your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I would say, like for single people in general, marriage 
like I say it all the time, marriage is not the be all and end all of life. It's not the be all and end all of relationships. And I feel like sometimes, like, especially when we get to that, like mid twenties, early thirties age, when everybody else is starting to get married, you're kind of feeling like, oh, what's everybody else doing that I'm not doing? Why am I not part of the marriage club? Whatever the case is. It's okay if you're not, because here's the thing. Marriage is such a, a serious commitment. Like it's not just, oh, it's the next step in a relationship. Like it is like one of the ultimate, like important human relationships that you'll ever have in your life. And it's important to choose wisely and make wise decisions. Like don't, like when people, when people propose and the person says no, people are like, oh, she played him. A, he knew she was going to say no. B, I would rather someone say no to a proposal than enter into a marriage that they know in their hearts is not right and end up going through a painful divorce years down the line. To me, I feel like marriage is very serious. And I'll say this. I say this all the time. I'm a commitment phobic person. I'm surprised that I'm married to him because anything that sounds permanent, I'm like, no, thanks. Don't want to do that. <laughs> but I honestly felt in my heart of hearts that this was a person who was going to hold me down, who was going to protect my heart, who was going to respect me, who was going to do right by me every day of his life or die trying to do it. And I felt comfortable accepting his proposal because I knew that that was the type of person I was with. And I feel like you have to have that kind of assurance when you're having that discussion or approaching that corner of your life. If you don't have that assurance in your heart of hearts that this person is genuinely for you, not just for you like compatibility wise, but for you, like supporting you, being on your team, loving you for real. If you have any kinds of doubts about that, Take a back seat. Don't don't go forward. Don't feel peer pressure into going into a relationship or into marriage because it's what everyone is doing. Because at the end of the day, the more damage you do to yourself by entering into things that you know aren't right for you, the more damaged you become to when you do meet that right person. Like that person got to do a lot of Bob the Unbuilding to get to the part of you, <laughs> the part of you that they see that is a good match for them. And so it's like, I'm not saying don't have experiences, don't go through things, don't whatever, but just just be mindful of like, when it's time to go in certain situations. Because I feel like a lot of times as people, we feel like, oh, I have to be with somebody or I have to make this work. If it don't work, it don't work. Like exit stage left. I'm a proponent of breaking up. Okay, I'm always like, break up with him. Break up with him. Like we just had a friend who was like with a guy for a couple of years and, you know, with a lot of back and forth about ideological issues. I'm just like, just break up with me, girl. Just break up. Because it's not worth it. And if, if you're at that point, you're not even married yet and you're having the break up, break up. There's entirely too many people out here um, to, to be going through all of that. And we have to normalize not being in contentious, toxic relationships just to say we're in one. Like, Preserve yourself at all costs. I'm a self-preservationist. Preserve yourself at all costs. And if that means that you have to be alone to do it, do it. And, and, and also, if, if you're like having a lot of questions about the relationship, you should probably also stop trying to have unprotected sex. Right, 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 right. Like, <laughs> just let's not. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, as soon as you're like, like, oh, this is not working, you should probably stop trying to have unprotected sex. Right. Because then you have a child. and Right. Babies don't fix relationships. They never do. No, they don't. Never do. Zero out of ten times does it work. Never works. Oh yeah. Well, last thing, engagement is not a next stage of relationship. It's just preparation for marriage. Hey, yeah, bye. Mm.
That's it right there. If you're not ready to get married, okay. don't get engaged. Because okay. I don't understand when people be like, oh, we're engaged, but we're not ready to get married. So why aren't y'all just boyfriend and girlfriend? No. It's, it's, engagement is just the purpose of planning the wedding. Yes. Engagement is to plan the wedding. That is it. That is it. It is not okay. an exchange of relationship. It is not. If you're not ready to get married, do not get engaged. You're wasting your money and your time. Respectfully. And most importantly, your money. Most importantly, your money. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. But it's the truth. It's the truth. All right. And um, I guess our handles are up there. Metaboy, IMKB. We are co-owners of the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing. It's our marketing agency. Our goal is to assist artists and artists and creators to understand business and marketing. Mm-hmm. So we do um, websites. Social media, social media management. Social media management. We help um, people get LLC or whatever you need from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a podcast. It comes out, audio comes out on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Tuesday mornings on like the Spotify, Apple Google Podcasts, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcasts all, all the places, except SoundCloud because they're garbage. Yes, they're garbage. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> they are. And then, uh, we, but we also do a live show. We actually did one today. We do it on Sundays at two. Yeah. Um, if you um, subscribe to our Patreon. I pay you as little as three dollars a month. Yeah, very cheap, very affordable. Less than a Starbucks coffee. Our first, our first level too. I do a little. We have, we have like all the levels give you the same thing. You just mm-hmm. let's support more, you support more. Mm-hmm. Um, if you pay more money, we also have like other items. We give you like free shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay. We have other things coming up, but I don't want to bring that up to things. So, oh, we have, we have um merchandise on the podcast website too. Yeah, all What's of the name of your podcast. podcast? Huh? All love, no, all love, no fear. Podcast. All love, no fear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's um. All love, right no now. fear podcast on Instagram. All love, no fear. P one on Twitter. Well, we don't really be on Twitter like that, but you know, yeah. all love, no fear on Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we got going on. And all love, no fear podcast dot com. Yes, that's the website. All right, let's go. Okay, found it. There we go. Yay! <laughs> Hello. That's exciting. Hello. All right, yo. Right now. Let's go. That's what we get. We work everything. But seriously, thank you so much for this episode. This seriously. was super fun. Yeah. This was super fun. It was. Thank you Very for having episode. me. Thank you. No problem. Yes. Absolutely. And we will definitely yeah, come back again if y'all want to have this, some more discussions. About that. I think we're going to need a part two and okay, three. I sent it What you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that. Yes, we're gonna definitely have to follow up and okay. do a second. You know, kind of like those shows where they, you know, how y'all be fixing people's life and then she's checking with them like a player. I can't. Those shows be interesting though. I gotta, I gotta figure out how to watch Iyama because I don't have own anymore. Um, well, I don't really watch it, but she has a great book. Um, I think her her um, daily devotions is really great. Like okay. every day, like, oh, this woman is tapped in the spirit because she knows exactly what to say for each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I think I speak for all of us when I say this was an amazing um, podcast today. We really enjoyed y'all openness, um, your humor, just the whole nine. So we thank you so much for your time. Um and I just want to give, um, you know, the rest of the, the um, 
co-hosts, including myself, the opportunity to just, you know, like share their information. Me, you can find me at Phonetic Wisdom, like you see. Um, I'm a poet, spoken word artist. Um, I'm a founder of a Black women's organization to empower Black women who've been impacted by sexual abuse and trauma. Uh, and I'm dropping a poetry book this year. I'm working on a documentary. I'm also a financial advisor, legal services consultant. I'm making. Um, and so, yes, I'm going to pass it on to, uh, let me see, TC you know plug yourself in Alon and then um, we're going to go with Nairon and yeah we can close out you can follow me on Instagram at TC Payne and that's it for now right now I'm working on starting a streaming service on Twitch Okay, that's in the works right now but yeah that's where you can find me right now okay nice nice so me, um, I'm on Instagram. I just made it, um, but you guys, you guys can follow me. Um, it's underscore love underscore Aries underscore. I just, um, you know, post funny memes and stuff um, and pictures of myself or whatever. And um, I'm not really working on anything. Um, I just kind of, I'm just kind of like living life. But yeah, um, you guys can follow me. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, my name is Nairon and uh you can follow me on Facebook. I'm not that big of an Instagram guy, you know. Uh, my Facebook is Nairon McDonald. And I'm building a website called psychedup.com okay. where, um, yeah, yeah, where uh, people can leave each other voice notes of positive affirmation to get over whatever it is they're, they're trying to get over. But, you know, it's a project in the works. When, it, when it's fully out and, and, and available, I'll just uh, advertise it a little more. Uh, oh, N-Y-R-O-N. I'm Trinidadian. It's a, it's a Trinidadian name. What's your last name? McDonald's. McDonald's. McDonald's? Like McDonald's, the restaurant? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but it's Nairon McDon. Like, I, I shortened it. M-C-D-O-N. Okay. Found you. Found you. Yeah, the, oh. the handsome guy, that's me. That's me. Oh, you went to Van? I didn't know that. <laughs> you went to Van, too? I did. Oh, man, we might have bumped into each other. You never what, know. What year did you graduate? Oh, oh nine. I was from oh, 05 to 09. I don't oh, know. Ooh, ooh. I graduated in 05, so I definitely have no idea. I, well, I started in 05. You don't know? Oh, no, I graduated in 05. We missed each other. We missed each other. Oh, damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. But I found you. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, we're going we're gonna to let um, Mr. Diamond Cash Rich, the man who got us all here, uh, lead us out. We thank you so much again for having us, Mr. Rich. Yes. Yo, that's it. That's that's pretty much it. You already know what it is. You can catch this on Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, everything, Anchor. Yo, we we just gonna keep growing in this podcast. We just gonna keep feeding you this knowledge and everything. I'm telling you, this is this podcast is just gonna get keep on getting better and better and better. I'm, I'm telling you, we gonna yes, keep sir. going. You can definitely. Uh, Get this podcast also at www.diamondcashincentives.com. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, this 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 is an awesome this is an awesome episode. But yeah, that's it, y'all. Already know what it is, so we just right. gonna close it out. That's it, y'all. All right, good night, everybody. All right, later, guys. All right, take care. Adios. Adios. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey.